Okay, this is Free Talk Live. I think we are connected here to our network. Of course, uh, the night that we have a uh, fairly big guest on, we have technical difficulties to launch the program. Let me just make sure my board op is with me here. Uh, Are you there? Are we there? Can you confirm with me? I hear the music. That's usually a good sign. I'm presuming we are on the air. Can I get a confirmation? <laughs> from... things, so I wrote him back asking, nope, what are you having apparently not. This is lovely. We finally found it. Yeah, enjoy the new site, Free Talk Live. How is it we can hear ourselves but not be connected? Well, they're probably playing uh, some kind of a, a, a refeed. I got that, but... To send something out to uh, the You think networks. if they're feeding to us, then... We'd be feeding back. Okay, so he says we uh, we are on, apparently. So I think we're actually here now. Uh, the Free Talk Live Saturday edition of the program. Uh, now we've, we've cut into our interview by a minute and a half here because of the technical difficulties. And, uh, well, anyway, John Stossel is with us. We mentioned it earlier this week. And uh, John Stossel from the new television program on the Fox Business Network. Stossel, John, welcome to Free Talk Live. Thank you. Well, it's great to, to be here. Uh, it is great to have you here. I've... Uh, I've been so excited about getting John Stossel on the air here on uh, on this program. So with uh, with no further ado, we only have you for a segment. I know our listeners have uh, questions. They've sent them in via our Facebook profile for you. Uh, but just to start things out, let's uh, let's tell people a little bit about who John Stossel is in case they, for whatever reason, haven't seen you in your history of uh, being on the air with ABC television in 2020 uh, and your various different specials that you've done over the years. And now, of course, over on the Fox Business Network. Who are you, John Stossel? I'm a liberal reporter who woke up and saw the light and was educated by Reason Magazine to libertarianism, and now I've quit ABC where they didn't really want my reporting, and fortunately I have an hour show on Fox Business, actually on right now in the East, uh, though many of your listeners don't get Fox Business, unfortunately, on their cable systems. But well, uh, can- So now I get more airtime to do as much on liberty as I can. I love it. I've seen the show a number of times, and I just saw the most recent episode, uh, which you did actually, well, I guess not the one that's on tonight, but the one prior to, uh, about what is a libertarian. And I thought it was absolutely outstanding, and I've, I've enjoyed all of them. But one of the things I really like the most about it is that you actually get the audience to interact. So not only do you have the liberty-oriented talking head types uh, on the program, but you're actually opening up the, the microphone to the audience and, in many cases, getting some people who are not in agreement with you. Well, most people probably are not in agreement with <laughs> us. That's why you haven't uh, filled up the Free State Project yet. That, that no. much is true. <laughs> we, we're working on it. You know, you know sure. um, speaking of that, the Tea Parties are sweeping the nation. Uh, you know, when you when you came on board the Liberty Movement back in the seventies or, or whatever it was, uh, libertarianism was nothing but a, a, a mild anachronism. Um, but now you you see things like the Tea Parties sweeping the nation. Not to say that um, you know. I, I guess that's that's the question. A, you know, what's the future of Liberty and uh, B, tea parties, uh, you know, the, the new sur- resurgence of liberty or um, the contract with America bullcrap part two? Well, there was some good stuff in the contract with America. Uh, they just didn't so keep I it. I dismiss all of it, but I don't know. I mean, I heard two million people participated in tea party events, which sounds good, except that there are 300 million Americans, so two million isn't that many. I don't know how many are really libertarian. I bet some of them would be offended if I suggest we that they weren't entitled to their Medicare payments. Mm-hmm. 
but I sure as hell hope that they are libertarian, and I agree that there are more than when I first discovered it, and I think Glenn Beck has become a hero to the movement, and that he tirelessly, with his big audience, is talking these topics. Yeah, he's, he's probably doing more good than anybody these days. I think Glenn Beck is definitely coming along. I don't know him personally, but just from my observations of him over the years, having come up uh, from living in Tampa where he was on the air originally and kind of hearing what he's saying these days, I wouldn't really call him a, a principled libertarian, but none of us were principled when we first started. Well, I was, but I didn't really know what the principles were. Uh, I th- he's certainly reading about it and mm-hmm. learning the principles. So I don't know what he was like in Tampa. My in his early days, I think he was wasted most of the time. But <laughs> I think now he is serious about spreading the word and learning more about it. So tell me as a little bit I. more. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, as as am I, except I'm on once a week and he's on. Five million times a week. But this is, I mean, Stossel has to be a real exciting time for you. I'm imagining you, you said, you know, ABC wasn't really too pleased with uh, your presentations. Is this, uh, John, the, sh- the show you've always wanted to do? No. The show I always really wanted to do was what I did, was able to do at ABC some of the time, which was my hour specials, where I would get to work four months, six months on free speech or how Washington only grows under both parties or on the drug war, whatever it was, and travel around the world to produce these pieces. So I'm glad I have this nonprofit now, Stossel in the Classroom, that gets them into classrooms. The current show, um, you know, ABC just didn't, they wanted, if you watch 2020 now, it's every week, it's some murder story it's and and my political stuff i tried to get a nightline and they just had no interest in suit their politics so i'm going to keep doing those now but i think and i'm going to do four produced hours a year for fox but my favorite is when i can really think about something i like to read what other people have written and then carefully shoot the video and cut it so that the jokes work at exactly the right moment um rather than this uncontrolled live to tape stuff, which is my show. But aside from that, yes, this is my dream show. That's great. And, and now, now you mentioned that it's not the Fox Business Network isn't in necessarily every single market. Um, I know it's on a lot of digital cable systems around. Are full episodes available on your website, johnstossel.com or Fox News? Or Hulu. I know some people watch it there, and I'm embarrassed to say that I don't know. <laughs> no full episodes are available. I know that somebody posts them on YouTube in pieces. Okay, good. And how do you feel about that? I've seen them in, on Hulu. I mean, how do you yeah, feel I about people bit-torrenting uh, John Stossel, uh, Stossel the, the new show, which is honestly how I got my hands on it? I love it. I, I, a, to me, my goal is to get these ideas out. I think these Great. ideas can save the world. They are so important. They are what brought people prosperity and and that's what lifted people out of the mud and misery of poverty. And it's an outrage that the morons of the mainstream media don't get this. And so anybody wants to steal my work, I'm and spread it around. <laughs> I mean, I guess I shouldn't say that because uh, Fox is paying to put it on, and nobody should violate their copyright. But where it's legal, I just want the ideas out. Well, and Fox has been much more generous than ABC about for example, allowing the classroom project to just give these to teachers. 
We and you know we see it the same way, John. That uh, if people are watching Stossel through whatever means, maybe it'll increase the likelihood they'll call their local cable system and say, "Hey, I want Fox Business." You know, there's certainly that uh, that possibility. You know, what? we're short on time. I want to make sure we get one question in from one of our listeners here over on our Facebook profile. Uh, Joshua writes, "Why does John still refer to himself as a libertarian and not a voluntarist?" my last show, uh, a, a voluntarist. God, that sounds even sillier than libertarian. <laughs> a classical liberal. Uh, a, a lot of people suggested other titles because people didn't know what libertarian meant when I went around Times Square asking people. And those people, I think, are above average income because they looking, were tourists who were able to travel. I'm looking forward to seeing that episode because you asked people, well, what, do you, what word should we use as opposed to libertarian? Are you taking suggestions uh, at johnstossel.com? John, I appreciate you hanging on here and talking with us tonight. I want to put you on hold just to talk to you off the air here for a little bit. We're opening the phones up. You can call in about anything at 800-259-9231. Thank you to John Stossel here. More Free Talk Live in moments. Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Features including our Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've sent us their validated photo or video showing they are indeed listeners of the program. Shrine.freetalklive.com. We'll get you there. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. Do you want to know how to give your baby a head start? You can teach your baby to read beginning as early as three months old. It's easy and fun to do with the Monkey See, Monkey Do Baby Reading Kit. The best part is that it's risk-free, and since they offer a one-year monkey-back guarantee, you can order it now with free shipping. Uh, We recently began this program with my son, Jack, and he loves it. I definitely recommend this product for your child. Check it out at babyreadingkit.com. It's babyreadingkit.com. All right, 800-259-9231. So that was like a special moment for me, Mark. I mean, I've been trying to get John Stossel on uh, this radio program pretty much since we got into syndication, so for the last half a decade. And yeah, I think it's okay that we gush now um, after yeah. he's gone. I mean, you don't want to use up the time with him no, on I, I made a point of not doing that yeah. uh, because he, he's an amazing guy. I mean, look at what he's accomplished uh, for the ideas of liberty He's not only was promoted to the co-anchor of 2020 and had with political ideas that are contrary, as he'd said, to uh, the basically the, the, uh, the corporate yeah. uh, setup there and the editors, etc. ABC. Right. So and he was allowed to uh, to to craft his own hour long Stossel specials. And I, I imagine they were successful because otherwise they wouldn't have let him keep doing them. Absolutely. Over the years. I'm- and so I, I guess having some still some creative uh, difficulties or some creative uh, clashes with the people behind the scenes, he was offered a gig over at Fox Business. He took it, and now he's got his own weekly show, and it, they've been doing it for a few months now. It's been going on all year. It started at the very end of the year in, in 2009, 
And they've covered some great topics. I've seen about four or five of them myself. And as John Stossel pointed out there, he's a guy that gets it. He understands, you know, the new method of distributing product is get your product into the listener or viewer's hands as quickly as you possibly can. And in whatever way, as often as you can, yeah, in whatever way they think is the best way to get it. So I get it through BitTorrent. uh, And that's that's he, he doesn't have a problem with that, which I think is really cool. So there you go. John Stossel from johnstossel.com. That's his new website. And he's got his own blog, too, now and everything. So 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. I would say John Stossel may arguably be the most publicly visible, pretty darn principled, from what I can tell, libertarian. Yeah, I I don't know that people even know what the term libertarian means necessarily, but uh, of the... No, that's what he found out on his recent episode. Have you seen any of the shows yet, Mark? I haven't seen the new ones. That's one worth watching. The libertarian... What is a libertarian? They go out in the streets of New York and they actually ask people, what's a libertarian? Of course, they have no idea. The um, But they had... Um Glenn, either it would be either Penn and Teller or uh, John Stossel. I, yeah. I think for, I, I would I, say Stossel has a bigger profile. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. I mean, Penn I and Teller are great and they're very uh, fun and they're talented magicians, no doubt about it. Uh, but they're primi- primarily a magic and comedy act that just recently has gotten into the realm within the last decade of really doing liberty-oriented uh, pro- productions and that sort of thing. And Stossel uh, spans the generations uh, better than I would imagine uh, Penn and Teller do. You know, Penn, Penn and Teller are our age, so likely okay. they're bigger um, they're you know, a little, in our They're a little o- older than we are, Mark. Okay. But, uh, well, but, you and I are 10 years apart. Right, and they're a little older than you. I'm pretty sure they're in their early 50s. Okay. But nonetheless, uh, and Penn and Teller, great show, by the way, Penn and Teller show, BS, highly recommend that, uh, also worth a look into on the internet. But it's also available on uh, a, pay, a pay network, whereas Stossel is available on a not-so-pay network. And so that may increase the uh, the amount of eyes. I don't know. Maybe it's a toss-up, but nonetheless, uh, certainly appreciate all the, the work he's done for Liberty and continues to do. So we'll take your phone calls about whatever is on your mind. And with any luck, maybe we'll be able to finagle him back in to spend a whole hour with us and really open up the phone so we can get our listeners in to, uh, to talk to John. 800-259-9231. Let's go first thing uh, right out the gate. And then, actually, you had a question that you wanted to address from one of our listeners, Mark. Yep. But right out the gate, we'll go to Gene, the Christian anarchist in Tennessee, on the amp lines. Hello, Gene. Guys, have you noticed there's a volcano blasting ash into the atmosphere? Yes, yeah, I, I, I hear that. it's in Iceland. Yeah, that's quite a volcano. I was there when Mount St. Helens blew. I was in Portland, Oregon. And from the pictures I've seen, this thing makes Mount St. Helens look like a, a firecracker. Hmm. And they're saying that it's going to go on for a long, long time. They don't know for sure. And it's spewing ash all over. Of course, everyone knows the flights all over Europe are down. The plane airlines are Losing hundreds of millions of dollars a day because the flights are down. Now's and probably a I, good idea for uh, to, to buy property in Iceland, huh? I mean, they've had the biggest eco- <laughs> they, they've taken the economic collapse right on the chin. I mean, they're ground zero for the uh, the, for the depression bomb, and then a giant volcano blows up. <laughs> now yeah. wait a minute, there's and no it, lava. We're just talking about it's puffing out smoke, right? Yep, smoke and ash, and uh, but um, this thing, I just wanted to to throw this thing out there as proof that there's no such thing as man-made global warming. Because I, I don't know what the volume of CO and other pollutants and not just... Uh, um, yeah, how much carbon is going out in the atmosphere? Well, the particulate matter is probably a bigger, um, uh, a bigger issue when you talk about global warming, at least on the, well, in the short term. Yeah, there's 
there's the particulate matter, and then there's also the CO these things put out, which is a lot. And uh, I would guess, I, don't, I haven't seen the numbers, and I don't even know if anybody's actually made an estimate, but I'm going to guess that in one day this thing is probably putting out as much CO as uh, man made, as, uh, as man puts out in a year. And I don't know that that this, addresses the issue of whether or not uh, anthropomorphic global warming exists, though. Well, if, if this thing can put out, you know, a hundred times what man puts out and then uh, uh, no measurable change in the atmosphere in a year, then obviously uh, what man puts out is so tiny that it doesn't even matter. That's why I say over and over to people that if we, it's just giving us a big head. We really think that we're something on this planet that we are big enough and powerful enough to affect the atmosphere. I mean, the whole thing, it makes no sense that that man could ever affect the atmosphere either positively or negatively because we don't, we're just too tiny. You compare us to something like this volcano and try and compare the, the little tiny bit of pollution we put out versus these volcanoes. And this is not the only one. There are other ones going off all over the planet all the time. Gene, I thank you for the call and the thoughts tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. I think what he says makes makes some sense. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that there's no impact that uh, humans could have, but it would seem to be negligible at best. Well, um, I think that it's pretty clear that humans can have uh, impact on the environment. Um, I mean, how many warheads are there, uh, you know, nuclear warheads are there around the world? If they drop them all off at one point, do you think it's going to affect the atmosphere? Yeah, I would. It maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, like the whole globe yeah. explodes in fire yeah. five times over. You think it might affect <laughs> the atmosphere? I mean, that argument doesn't make sense. That man can affect the atmosphere. Man can absolutely affect the atmosphere. Um, and I think that we had a caller one time that made uh, perfectly good sense to me. You know, the life on the the Earth has been going the way it's been going as far as uh, the amount of CO two that 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 the world has been putting out, it's volcanoes, uh, fires, and things like that. And then we take all the oil and the peat and the coal and things like that. In the last hundred years or so, set them on fire, add more CO2 to it. Eh, you know, it makes some sense that it would, it might raise the globe a few, a couple of few degrees. Fine by me. It's cold up here. Yeah, sometimes. melt that ice cap. <laughs> more Drown Florida. Up. This I is want free talk live. Warm. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zempax, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com this is free talk live take control of the airwaves dial in toll free at 800-259-9231 that's the SACL cai toll free line the live saturday edition tonight it's ian with you and mark join us online at freetalklive.com we give you the features and if you enjoy this program there are ways you can help support the show. One of them is by shopping with us at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. You just enter Amazon through that link, and Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. So start your shopping at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. 
Critical thinking question. Why would something that is so good for us, like government education, need to be imposed on us with the use of force and funded by the use of force? Maybe something else is going on. School Sucks Podcast is a show about the end of government education. You can visit SchoolSucksProject.com to learn more. That's SchoolSucksProject.com. As we continue here with your phone calls about whatever's on your mind, the toll-free number is 800-259-9231. Starting out with Ross, listening in Miami to WFTL. Ross, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Uh, hi. Hey, Ross, what's on your mind tonight? Um, I'm sorry, I'm a bit off topic with the uh, whole natural disaster sort of thing. Oh, there's but, no um, off topic on this show. It's an open phone, so you can bring up anything. All right. Well, um, I'm a I'm a philosopher here in Miami. I I study a lot of things, you know, without really pointing fingers, without really having people and details, you know, just a sort of you know um, wavelength of life sort of thing. And you know, I've seen what's been happening for the last ten years. You know, the presidents, the administrations, and attacks and all that. I don't want to blame any people because everyone can blame anybody, and you just don't get anything done with that. And um, what I've really seen is that what's happening now, this whole um, um, downfall of society, it's just another repetition of what's happened in history thousands and thousands of times. It's just, you know, these empires that come up with strengths and structures and business and all those things, and at a point they just get so greedy that they fall. I mean, I, It's certainly I'm true that myself. empires do not... They do not last historically. In fact, uh, no government has lasted for uh, for really that long. I think uh, one of, of the parallels that you can point out in many of them is the fiat currency, though. Uh, money when they start messing. I guess not not necessarily fiat currency, but when the government begins to mess with the value of the currency. Uh, Rome had the most valuable yeah. currency there was, and then they, they began to clip the gold out, and then they they said, "You will respect this as an ounce of gold, even though it wasn't, and we'll kill you if you don't." Mm. And that's essentially what. But uh, the, the, the little thing on the dollar bill says this is legal tender for all uh, debts, public and private. It means you'll take this or else. Right. Well, that's, of course. That's and, and one thing that, that, has been, that has remained concrete throughout all history is that no matter how much you believe in religion and how much you use it as your excuse, money, no matter what time, whether it was a coin, a dollar, or maybe in the future some digital credit card, you know, it will always rule everything every man seems to have their price and at a time like this in the world we are getting to a point where we are seeing those breaking points we are seeing people give in to the things that they once promised not to you see people turning around on themselves becoming this monster that they once hated and then basking it you know you see i can't really name any names right now because it doesn't really interest me but um it's just something that you just you look yeah, out see. on tv you, i see where you're coming you look from out a, Thank you for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You don't need to name names because they're all corrupt. I mean, they, there's not really anybody who's any good, maybe except for Ron Paul in uh, in Washington, D.C., and I'm not really much of a political name dropper anyway. 800-259-9231. We continue with uh, Bob listening in Florida to WFTL. Bob, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, yes. Uh, hello. Uh, I enjoy your show very much. Um, Thanks, Bob. What's on your mind? Uh, my call following up the previous call is very uh, apropos. Uh, I'm a uh, political science professor, and I'm finishing up my doctorate in uh, public administration, and I'm I'm working on a survey, uh, which will be part of my dissertation, and it, ha- it comprises uh, several different components. 
of, uh, of the electoral process, and it also includes uh, the media. And what I'm doing right now is studying all the different people in the media, from television to radio, mm-hmm. newspaper, blogs, uh, every every different different type of media that there is, and looking at them uh, as as far as their qualifications to judge what actually is taking place in our political system currently, and uh, one of the aspects that I'm focusing upon is their education, uh, and or uh, their appropriate education in relation to uh, their position uh, and, and what they are saying. Uh, in regard to our uh, electoral system, which uh, the different components are. So, this, what is this? Are you suggesting that uh, that certain people in the media, for instance, are not educated enough in order to comment on certain matters? You are very astute, sir. That is right on the head. What uh, what sort of education would you deem to be appropriate in order to comment on uh, national issues? Say. Well, in the first place, before I answer that, I would like to say. On, what, on the study that I've done so far in my research, I have not found one individual, not one, who has any kind of uh, doctorate or master's or bachelor's degree in political science or public administration. Well, I it think that you're, like, you're basing this on the premise that, um, that these, uh, these indoctrination centers uh, that we'll, we'll call colleges, universities, and schools um, are, the, uh, are the, the, uh, the beacons of education, that they actually do teach people, whereas people learn their whole lives, do not, do, don't they? I mean, I, I study things all day, but nobody gives yes, me a degree for it. You need both. That old man. Why? Why, why do you need both? Why would I have to spend four, four years of my life in some uh, classroom somewhere when I could right. be out educating myself? So I myself? can unlearn that crap later. Well, you're not going to without the foundations of an education, you're not going to understand everything you learn in life. So you, they, they can't give me the foundations of education in the first 13 years that they screwed around with me and told me a bunch of crap that I needed to unlearn? No, not completely, no. Yeah. So you know, I would I would expect to hear this from somebody I, who has a doctorate. I right. mean, that's I think that I have the right to comment on national issues because the nation, the, the the government, the U.S. government extracts my money through force. So the fact that I am their servant and slave uh, without any kind of ability to uh, do anything about it except You're leave. A surf. Surf. Um, yeah, I'm a serf. Subject. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm their subject. Um, then th- yeah, that at the very least gives me the ability to comment on what they do with me and my money. Of course. I'm not direct. This is not directed to you, sir. You don't no. have to be on the defense. Oh, but you I'm said no, you I'm, I'm defending all of them. Every every person in the media that chooses to comment, a commentator, as it were, I defend them all for their their ability to uh, to comment on it. Because, well, you know, I don't know that education necessarily is the end all be all yeah, when it comes it to like the I guess the institutional um, education. Yeah, I, I feel like I education's have, important, but right, I don't know I, that you have to go to school and get a sheepskin for I it. I absolutely agree. I well, I did not go any beyond, anywhere beyond an associates in arts degree and I wish I could have had that time back because as Mark was saying, I had to unlearn uh, many of the things that I taught uh, that myself I to sp- to speak Spanish in prison. Um, does that mean that I can't speak Spanish because I didn't get a degree? No, that's this is not what I'm saying, sir. For example, if you wanted to have a talk show about the effects of surgery, you wouldn't have a plumber on the show. You would have a doctor who went to medical school and had an internship 
and a residency. Sure, sure. I would agree uh, with that statement. However, if I want to talk about violence, the violence of the people calling themselves the government, I don't need to have an an official doctorate or a master's degree or anything like that to be able to comment on the violence of the uh, institutionalized violent monopoly known as the state. Talk about anything you like. That's you know. That's the first. Amendment. Oh, I will. I, I certainly don't need your permission, I like. and I thank you for the call tonight. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. A very typical uh, kind of academic attitude of looking down uh, one's nose at the rest of the population. Uh, you it's don't a, really understand what I'm saying, Mark. Let me see if I can explain this for it, for you. It's really um, it, it's a rare situation where you get somebody who's extraordinarily uh, well educated through the. the sort of institutional system and is entertaining enough to be on the radio and and garner a huge audience and willing excuse me and willing limbaugh didn't finish college and willing also to go through the years of working for peanuts in order to finally make a living at this business the people that are graduating with doctorates don't want to enter in as a board op at their local radio station thousands of years ago From the time of Moses to the time of Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, and beyond, TrustedCoins.com brings you an incredible selection of authentic Greek, Biblical, Roman, and Byzantine ancient coins, all certified authentic by world-renowned numismatic expert Ilya Zlobin. Transport yourself to the distant past now at TrustedCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and you can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's uh, the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. You get signed up for our news updates, and they're free, by the way. Go to news.freetalklive.com to get on either our email list or Twitter profile or our Facebook fan page. You can do all of the above if you would like. It's all free for you, of course. At news.freetalklive.com. That's news.freetalklive.com. If you're looking at that kitchen and or bathroom and they're looking kind of boring, use that tax return of yours to uh, get some new knobs or pulls and freshen up the place. You can go to internobs.com. Uh, they have every, pretty much every knob or pull that's uh, mass-produced out there in the marketplace. If you go to the big box stores, if you go to the specialty stores, you ch- find the ones you want. Then go to internobs.com and check the prices against that. You'll find incredible savings because these are wholesale, plus the fact that if you use code FTL as in Free Talk Live, you'll get an additional 11% off. It's code FTL at internobs.com. And they've got a closeout section there, too, that's uh, huge savings. And the code works then, too. Coming up, uh, Mark, you've got a question from one of our Internet listeners. Uh, We'll get to that if we get a chance. But your call's primary element here. We go to your phone calls next with Dave in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Dave. Hey, guys. Hey, it's Dave Ridley from RidleyReport.com. Yes, uh, I wanted to to talk about the the New Hampshire Liberty Activist Roundup that happened over the last couple days. Yeah, this is pretty uh, scary stuff that's been going on up here. For our listeners that don't know, uh, the, the, those of us who are on the phone, you on the phone, and those of us in the studio here are all Free State Project participants. We are early movers. We've made the move from our former homes. You, I think, came from Texas. We came from Florida. 
and uh, we're here to achieve liberty in our lifetime through getting active. Some of that activism has to do with civil disobedience and non-cooperation. And a few weeks ago, there was a, a fairly large 420 celebration with people uh, smoking cannabis in public in Nashua, New Hampshire, during the uh, 2010 Liberty Forum. There were about 100 people uh, in a park there doing that. And uh, undercover cops came in and busted up the party, and then the uniformed cops came in. There's video footage of that over at RidleyReport.com, also at Freekeen.com, for people that missed that. It was a pretty outrageous day, and Dave, Dave, you were there on site to experience it. But now, three to four weeks later, they're making arrests. They're rounding people up who were there that day in the park. Uh, For whatever reason, they're claiming they were uh, disorderly, which is, of course, their catch-all charge. They love to throw at people when they can't think of anything else to arrest them for. But normally, the funny thing is, disorderly conduct is usually something they get you with when you're there with them. Like, well, if you don't do what I say, we'll charge you with disorderly conduct. Uh, but here they're they're literally pulling people out of their homes at gunpoint in some cases and char- and uh, arresting them for disorderly a warrant for disorderly conduct. Uh, your thoughts, Dave? Well, yeah, and that's a, I had a couple pieces of information that you wouldn't know from just listening to the Porcupine 411 calls. And one of them is that, uh, yes, uh, in, uh, Manchester police did pull their firearms when they came after Jerry says they did pull, pull their firearms when uh, they came after Joe in Manchester, who was uh, Mike Tyner's roommate. Uh, not only that, though, I called him to talk about that some more. They didn't just pull their guns. They pointed them at him. Yes, they did. They they absolutely drew down on these peaceful activists. Unarmed people. Uh, presumably unarmed. We don't know about that, Mark. But uh, they were in their ho- They were in their own home, and they they have Who's no armed reason in their home. They have no reason. You may have your gun at handy. I don't know. But they have no reason to uh, believe they're violent. There's no evidence to believe that these people are violent. They've they've encountered them before when they had guns on their hips and no one was shot. Uh, and yeah, if the, you look at, Go ahead. If you look at the video of Mike Tyner during this incident, during that day, of course, it's, there's four, four different angles, four different cameras, you know, videotaping in many cases what Mike, Mike was doing. He was probably the most in-control person in that park. Yeah, he was very cool, very calm. He was up there uh, close to the police talking to them, so he certainly drew attention to himself. Uh, I think that maybe they're going after these folks because they stood in the road when the cops were demanding that people uh, get out of the road. I, that's my thought on this. Uh, but clearly guns aren't necessary because – or pointing guns certainly isn't necessary in order for them to accomplish this uh, tyrannical task because the night before they arrested another activist, Jim, uh, and they didn't have to pull guns on him. There, there was no reason for that. They didn't do that at all with him except it was uh, the, the state police that arrested Jim versus the uh, – the city cops arrested uh, Big Mike. Right. But, you know, we shouldn't get angry. This is part of the process. This is something that's going to happen uh, to us. We're all going to suffer before this is over. It's the process of getting to where we're not suffering from, from you know, massive government anymore. And the civil rights people had to go through this. The Gandhi's people had to go through this. Um, but it just, for me, I, I was planning on posting an announcement today that I was about to take, uh, like, a several-week sabbatical. I was planning on, you know, drawing back the the report and just taking a break after the first time in three years. But because of this, that's not going to happen. I'm soldiering on. I mean, this fire is <laughs> what? Yeah, didn't you just take a break during the uh, the winter uh, the winter break? The winter break. Uh, I don't know. You were out of town for a while, so uh, we well, I was out of town, but it's just a working vacation. It's like every day I've been editing videos that I've started to get a little bit tired of that. Gotcha. But I wasn't tired of it today. I can assure you. That's I mean, good. I was. My heart was pounding as I was editing these things. 
Well, keep up the good work out there, Dave. We appreciate you being there because RidleyReport.com is a, a wonderful window into the world of the activism up here. We talk a liberty lot. Liberty activism. Yeah, liberty activism. We talk a lot. I mean, John Stossel mentioned the Free State Project earlier in the hour. He's familiar with it. He's come up to the, uh, the New Hampshire Liberty Forum. Uh, he was one of the speakers there uh, a couple of years back. And uh, so, I mean, John's familiar with it. This is a movement that is gathering steam. There are over 10,000 people that have pledged to make the move to New Hampshire. Over 800 are actually already here in New Hampshire of that 10,000. And you're one of them, Dave, and you're, you're out there with your video camera at as many things, many activist uh, occasions as you can possibly be. And you put the videos up for people to see and come to and learn about and find out what's happening here. And it's a really great thing that you do. And I, th- I appreciate it. Thank you for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That's Dave uh, Ridley from RidleyReport.com. As we continue with Tom listening in Tallahassee to WFLA-FM. Hello, Tom. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, yeah, how you doing? Hey, since I'm a baby boomer, I'm, uh, I just finished a trilogy, and one of the books I wrote is uh, The uh, Perspectives and Memoirs of a Modern-Day Baby Boomer, and one of the things I brought out in the preface is that uh, <clears throat> one of the things that happened during the 60s, which it feels like we're rolling back to the 60s a little in a lot of ways, uh, to finish some unfinished business, but the killing of four innocent people at Kent State by our own soldiers was the Hiroshima of the time as far as the baby boomers and the peace love movement, which it definitely was kibosh. It was a type of coup, and the mindset of control came in, and it scared a lot of people, you know. Now, what's going to happen today? I don't know if maybe it's more of a paper tiger and we can actually push peaceful revolution through this time or not, or will they come in with, Weapons again? Mm, hard to say. Well, I would say uh, I'll take the side of the paper tiger personally. I understand that they've built themselves up. The government people have built themselves up, and they've got their big guns and their tanks and all that, and they're very, very scary looking. And uh, they do do scary things. They do hurt people. There's no doubt about it. And they really did pull guns on one of the peaceful activists, a couple of the uh, peaceful activists up here earlier today. Uh, so they're they're more than willing to use violence. However, I don't think that they're doing much more than teetering on the brink of uh, of total destruction because, well, force has unintended consequences. And if you don't return their force with force, which is what they're expecting, they want you to get violent. They want you to uh, to use uh, force back on fly them. airplanes into buildings right. or whatever or or whatever. And uh, and so that's what they are expecting. That's what they're hoping for. But if you if you remain peaceful and uh, in your activism, whether you're doing a protest or demonstration demonstrations or politics or civil disobedience if you remain peaceful and they use violence on you yeah it's going to hurt <laughs> but at the same time they're going to look clearly as the enemy they're going to look clearly as violent at least to those of us that don't have rose-colored glasses on about what the police are and what their uh, what their job is yeah i i agree and um i think um this uh the 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 modern day uh, 60s movement, if you want to call this another type of a movement like that. Uh, we didn't have YouTube. We didn't have the Internet. Uh, yeah, that's right. There were, a lot, there were a lot of things absent that kept uh, uh, cameras on telephones. There's so much today, man, you can't get away with anything Absolutely. Now. By the way, t- yeah. quick tip for you. If you've got a video camera-enabled smartphone device, you can go to quick.com, QIK.com, and download free software that actually allows you to stream video live from your phone. That way, when you record the video, it's not 
actually just being stored in your phone. It's also being you know shot over the internet uh, to quick servers, which is an amazing tool for uh, for keeping an eye on these government bureaucrats. Another thing they didn't have was the ability for um, you know liberty minded law enforcement officers to get together in organizations like Oath Keepers and things like that too. So I, I think there's uh, there's something on the other side. Those guys uh, might have if if they existed in the '60s, and I'm sure they must have uh, probably felt alone and didn't know uh, you know didn't have other people to talk to. The cops are still pretty scared to come out of the closet and on things like the war. But they on can drugs still t- go like on uh, these boards at uh, oathkeepers.com and uh, talk to each other. Hey, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. So I think uh, I'll take the paper tiger answer. Not to say the paper tiger is completely. Uh, Clawless cardboard tiger. I think that if uh, if enough people get together and refuse to obey the tiger, it will tip right over. There's more coming up here. Hour number two is on the way, and that's where the Free State Project uh, part of it comes in because it's also the political side as well. Hour two coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Do you need a new computer but don't seem to have the money to buy one? Is your credit stopping you from buying the newest computers that you need today? Then My Computer Club is your answer to buy that new computer or laptop now and pay for it later. Finance top quality new computers and laptops and hundreds of other electronics. There are no credit checks, no turndowns. If you're 18 years or older and have proof of income, you're approved. Prices start at just $22 a month. Go to MyPCCredit.com and finance your new computer today. That's MyPCCredit.com. is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves, dial in toll-free, bring up anything, 800-259-9231, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line, it's 1-800-259-9231, and you can join us online at freetalklive.com, we give you the features on the site for free, so do enjoy those on us, and that's freetalklive.com, tonight, it's Ian with you, and Mark, and uh, by the way, I want to welcome aboard our newest affiliates, uh, our station actually... We already had a station, WBHP, in Huntsville, but they have expanded their coverage. Uh, they are heard in both Huntsville and Decatur, Alabama, but now you can also get WBHP on FM in Huntsville. So welcome to our new FM listeners to 106.5 there, WBHP in Huntsville, also available in HD2. Yeah, for that uh, dozen people uh, who have an <laughs> HD uh, radio in Huntsville, Alabama, right, you can hear us on HD2. For everybody who's not a, a radio general manager or something like that. <laughs> I have an HD radio, but uh, hardly anybody else does. But we're there. Uh, we're also on regular FM2, Mark, so regular FM listeners can hear us in Huntsville. Anyway, yes, welcome aboard. Very All right, 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. We were talking last hour about uh, some of the things that are going on up here in New Hampshire, and they're pretty outrageous. Uh, we do discuss the Free State Project on a regular basis. Not only are they a sponsor of the show, uh, but we're also, Mark, you and I are both participants in the Free State Project. We made the move here in order to achieve liberty in our lifetime. And in order to achieve liberty... There are risks involved. We're going to talk here in a moment to one of the people that actually had guns drawn on him. But first, I want to make sure we get to uh, Michael in California, who's been waiting patiently. Michael, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello. How are you guys doing? Hey, Michael, what's on your mind tonight? Oh, it's kind of interesting. I was just thinking we're, we're thinking about relocating into the freest state we could possibly find. And I was uh, kind of taken aback about uh, what was taking place. Just on this conversation that I was listening to about them rounding you guys up and, and arresting you. Yeah, are was, you scared now? Are you? Did they scare you away? Because I bet that's their intent. No, no I, I don't frighten easy. Um, you know, it's it's a, it's a matter of uh, 
you just say no. And if, and so many people call up in your radio and say that they're afraid. That's exactly, that's exactly what they want. And no, I am not afraid. I, I was born a free American, and I plan on dying one. So yeah. no, I'm not afraid. Not yeah. afraid whatsoever. In case you want to find out what the free estates are, um, you, the Mercatus Center did a study. I believe uh, it was released uh, initially in uh, two thousand, early part of two thousand and nine, and and they're following it up here uh, in a couple, in a month or two with uh, with some kind of update. But uh, New Hampshire, I think it was Colorado and South Dakota, pretty much tied for first place. Although New Hampshire slightly in the lead. New Hampshire does have the lowest ratio of all of the states to, as far as government bureaucrats to non government bureaucrats. Uh, the uh, the bureaucrat ratio is the lowest. Here, so that's a good thing. But despite the uh, the the initial increase of freedom you will receive, likely by mo- making the move to New Hampshire, there are still tyrants here, wannabe tyrants here, and bootlickers uh, here as well. So we certainly have our work cut out for us. But I'm glad to hear that you haven't been dissuaded. Anything else you want to share tonight, Michael? Yeah, the, the question I had was, uh, how much um, of what took place was? I guess you guys, somebody was out. Smoking marijuana in a park. Yeah, about a hundred and uh, close to 150 well, someone's. What happened was uh, back during the Liberty Forum, uh, which is a, a yearly event that gathers hundreds of people together into the same place in, in New Hampshire in order for the pur- purpose of getting folks together and socializing and you know speechifying and stuff like convention. that. It's a convention. It's a good, good time. But since there, so many people were together, they all went out to do a 420 celebration. The cops came in, busted it up with undercovers, brought in like the whole squad of uniformed police. To, right. If, uh, you committed, if you wanted to commit a crime in Nashua, New Hampshire, that was was the time to do it because they had all their cops out hassling peaceful people. They arrested one local uh, young man who happened to show up, and he wasn't even part of the original group. He just showed up and, and hung out with us. They arrested him for marijuana possession. They arrested another activist for disorderly conduct and resisting arrest for sitting down in front of the police cars. They attempted to kidnap the young man. Uh, and then a couple of the other folks that were nearby the guy that was sitting down in front of the police car were also technically in front of the police car, and they were, I guess, in the road when the police were demanding they get out of the road. Now, four weeks later, the cops show up at the homes of those individuals who were still in the road and and haul them off to jail on so-called disorderly conduct charges. It's it's a pretty chilling thing, and they're you know they are absolutely trying to crack down and they're trying to show how strong and and tough they are and scare people away. And I think that yeah, you're right, Michael. It's going to have the opposite of, uh, effect. People are going to see this and they're going to say, "Wow." There's something really happening up there in New Hampshire. Clearly, these activists are onto something because the police are lashing out like this. Uh, as Gandhi said, I believe I'm paraphrasing here, first they ignore you, then they laugh at you, then they fight you, and then you win. So you decide where we're at on uh, Gandhi's scale there of his, uh, his timetable. Uh, Michael, I thank you for the call tonight, and I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL-CAI toll-free line. So the people that have been rounded up in the last three days, three activists arrested. There's another one who's got an arrest warrant out for her. They haven't uh, picked her up yet. But these people they're going after, none of them were smoking pot. They're all going after them for so-called disorderly conduct. It may very well be that that Gandhi quote is spurious and uh, uh, you know not quoted, not actually Gandhi. It's not Gandhi. It might not be. It's widely quoted as Gandhi. It certainly is. It's a good quote either way. It is. Uh, yeah. we, we continue here with your phone calls, though. Let's talk to Roger listening in Evansville. Uh, Roger, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, how you doing? Hey, uh, Roger. What's on your mind tonight? You're listening well, to WGBF. Yeah, I was a cop in New Hampshire in the Air Force doing nuclear weapons security, protecting and defending the Constitution. And uh, 
sometimes cops don't even get their rights enforced because after I went through a, a visitation battle, I couldn't even get my First Amendment right to assemble enforced. Hmm. So uh, I was kind of wondering if New Hampshire was still the live free or die state, and uh, sounds like they didn't exactly let uh, me and about twenty thousand other fathers live free with our kids. No, the the motto uh, is definitely lost, I think, on a lot of people. And when it comes to uh, family family law in the United States, there there are a lot a lot of problems when it comes to uh, the men and their ability to see their children, and the, they're being forced to pay uh, to pay for kids that they they aren't allowed to see because mothers get to do what they want. Yep. Is there a group still, Fathers United for Equal Justice, up there? You ever heard of it? Uh, I wouldn't be able Hampton? to tell you, but I'm sure a quick search on the Internet would likely reveal whether or not uh, there is uh, there is such a group. I would imagine. I mean, you're talking about a group of people that are, 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 pretty, are pretty upset. Uh, fathers tend to be pretty upset about not getting to see their kids. I know I will. Oh, be. yeah. It's been around since at least 85 because that's when I met Mike Giannolis. Well, I do know that uh, that there are a lot of liberty-minded people that are coming up here, and uh, families, and single people, and and all kinds of folks. So it's likely that even if that group doesn't exist, and I imagine it still does, uh, that uh, there are other people up here that share your perspective. And I thank you for the call. You can go to freestateproject.org to learn more about this movement. Over ten thousand people signed up so far, and we want to reach twenty thousand. But you don't have to wait until twenty thousand to make the move and get active up here. There's a lot going on. Uh, not just civil disobedience and non-cooperation, but things inside the system as well that are, I think, having a level of success here that was impossible where I come from. I, I come from Florida. Um, when it comes to the the Gandhi quote here, it, it it's not impossible that Gandhi said the the first they ignore you, then they laugh at you, then they fight you, then uh, you win because you know these these quotes from history uh, they they tend to get used over and over again. But uh, describing the stages of winning strategy of nonviolent activism, a close variant of the quote, quotation first appears in 1914 U.S. trade union address mm-hmm. by Nicholas Klein and my friends. In this story, you have a history of the entire movement. First they ignore you. Then they ridicule. Then they attack you and want to burn you. Then they build monuments to you. And that is what is going to happen to the amalgamated clothing workers of America. Well, a lot of uh, a lot of ideas have been borrowed from others. So maybe Gandhi popularized a statement that he borrowed elsewhere. Absolutely. Let's continue here and uh, talk to Joe listening in New Hampshire. Joe, it was you who made the phone call to the activist alert system today, the Porcupine 411 system, which, by the way, anybody can have if they've got a good group of activists in their area. They can just go to Porcupine411.com. You can get signed up and get your own one of these. It's great little phone system that actually uh, d- delivers your message out to an unlimited, theoretically unlimited amount of subscribers via email and that sort of thing. But Joe, you called up this morning because you were held at gunpoint uh, by the police. Yeah, yeah, something like that. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. Well, I'm, all things considered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. All right, well, I guess i start at the beginning. Um, it was, I mean, it's a, it's been a crappy weekend. It's a rainy Saturday, so uh, around noon, uh, a knock came on my door, and I wasn't expecting anyone. I'll tell you so what, Joe, up. you're going to have to hang on. We are nailed to the clock, and I'll bring you back here oh, no in a moment. Problem, you can man. stick with us, right? All right, great. Hang on. More with Joe from Manchester, New Hampshire. He'll talk about the police holding him at gunpoint uh, as they made an arrest for disorderly conduct. From the last margins of the land of Big Brother comes a new pro-freedom website. The UK Libertarian rails against the country's ridiculous regulation. It's crumbling National Health Service. It's disintegrating government schools and the political parasites, leeching more of our freedom every single day. Visit us at www.theuklibertarian.com. 
Talk Live, live Saturday edition of the program, inviting you to take control of the airwaves and bring up, well, whatever you want, 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got various different ways for you to listen in to the program. Of course, we prefer you listen on your local uh, talk radio station, but you can also listen whenever we're not on your local talk radio station by going to listen.freetalklive.com. We've got 24-hour streams there airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live at all times. Uh, you can go to listen.freetalklive.com. Also, you'll experience our webcam if you'd like and the listen lines that allow you to listen in via any phone that can dial long distance. Listen.freetalklive.com to tune in and get the details. Uh, the major search engines out there, you know the names, Yoohoo, uh, Yoohoo, and, <laughs> and um, they, <laughs> they, uh, They're greedy for your information. Um, that's the reason they give you something as expensive as a search engine, absolutely free, so that they can put cookies on your computer and uh, take your information, sell it off to third-party advertisers, and sometimes they even give it to the government. Um, if this bothers you, try StartPage.com. You can take their seven-day challenge today. You can use uh, StartPage.com instead of your Big Brother search engine and experience the difference. You'll get search results aggregated from 12 major search engines, but unlike your old search engine, you'll have complete privacy in your search. They have a proxy link beneath each search result, and you can use that. Normally, you have to pay for that, too, uh, in, an, in, on, in other places on the Internet, but uh, StartPage.com gives it to you for free. Take their seven-day challenge today at startpage.com. All right, so we go back to Joe. He's one of the activists uh, here in New Hampshire. He's made the move within the last, I think, what, last? Joe, when did you move up? Uh, August 1st. So uh, not quite a full year here in New Hampshire, and you've been probably one of the more uh, active new movers, uh, having been on the scene of a lot of the 420 celebrations as far as being visible, at least in the uh, the civil disobedience uh, part of the movement. And you were there the first time Big Mike was arrested, and you were there today, because apparently you guys are, are roommates, uh, and yeah. the police came to your home. We're about to pick up your story right where it left off, which was actually at the very beginning. Uh, but they came to, to your home today looking for uh, to arrest your roommate because he was, I guess, talking to a cop from the road at an event yeah, I, f- several weeks I'm, ago? I'm, I'm guessing so. For, well, I guess so. It's my opinion that the cops have just been looking at the videos and have been picking out what they consider a crime would be, and the people who can they can like positively identify. They're just going and rounding them up because yeah. I know they have Mike's name from his previous arrest, so they could have like, oh, well, he's already in the system. We can just go grab him. Right, and it seems so. like so far what they've done is they've arrested the people that were in the road. When the cops showed up at this 420 celebration a few weeks ago, they started to, when the uniformed cops showed up, they started demanding that people get out of the road, and there were a few people that were less than immediately cooperative. It seems like they've targeted them first. That doesn't mean the rest of the folks there will be uh, completely unharmed, uh, but no. Nonetheless, it seems to be who they're going after at this point. But it's still ludicrous because, you know, they didn't interfere with anything. They just didn't obey the arbitrary order by the men with guns. Oh, yeah. And there's actually a video of Mike, like, listening to a cop to get onto the sidewalk, you know. like So, I mean, there's actual video of Mike complying with a police officer to do what he says. And they still found the the need to want to uh, arrest him today. So, So, anyway, yeah, so... Cop shows up at my uh, front door, um, and so he knocks and he says he's the police. And so the first thing I do is walk the deadbolt, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I say I don't talk to police. Um, he says he has a warrant for uh, for the arrest of someone named Mike. I ask to see the warrant. Uh, he doesn't show it. He says, "Well, I'm going to kick down your door. We have a warrant." I'm like, "I just want to see the warrant." I'm not going to let you into my house if you don't, you know, show me the warrant. Um, 
he doesn't show it. A second police officer comes and they, you know, continue to threaten to, you know, kick down my door. They, you know, he goes back and forth for a few seconds. You know, if you don't open the door, we're going to kick it in. You know, we're going to come in this house regardless. And so, you know, I, I'm, I'm not escalating. I'm just trying to, you know, ask them, you know, I just want to see their proof that they're supposed to be here. Um, right. I, so I, I'm, I'm curious of- about this warrant, a warrant to arrest, if that gives them the right to forcibly enter a property. Um, I don't know that that I, I don't know that that's necessarily true. I mean, they don't have a warrant to, to enter the property. They have a warrant for arrest. Yeah. And they haven't and, shown it. No, no. They, In fact, they never did. Uh what ended up happening is, you know, basically the the lead cop unholst, unholstered his firearm and basically, you know, took it out and was pointing at the floor and said, I'm kicking in this door right now. If you don't open up, you are going to jail. So, you know, like, you know, they had their weapons out. And, this, you know, I, I'm just like, all right. So it's pretty serious. I, I, I like, huh? It's pretty serious. It's pretty intimidating. Oh no, it's very intimidating. Yeah. I mean, I, I I never grew up around guns or anything, and I've gotten into them as I've gotten older. But I've never had one, you know, threatened to be used against me in my life. And it was a, it, it's kind of, it's still very shaking. I still kind of getting like the shakes just talking about yeah, it. Yeah, that's that is scary. I mean, the, the 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 idea that you've never had a gun used against you until today, and it was by a police officer who's allegedly here to protect and serve and uh, protect freedom and right. all. He doesn't that. want to show you a warrant, uh, you know. The, a supposedly lawful warrant before you before he kicks your door yeah. in. I wonder if they were just bluffing, Joe. I really wonder about that. I mean, it's obviously I hindsight. wouldn't play with them. Right. Obviously, hindsight is always twenty twenty, and it's easy yeah. for me to sit here. I didn't have the guns pointed at my head or uh, through through the door or whatever. Uh, but nonetheless, I, I just you know I'm curious. Would they have? I mean, did they have a battering ram with them? Uh, would they actually have just started kicking at the door? He drew his his uh, service piece. I mean, come on, man. He drew it. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. He was threatening to kick it. Uh, there was a female officer as their third one on the scene, and she—I mean, there was no battering ram or anything. Um, I think it really upset him that I locked the door in front of him because, mm-hmm. I mean, the moment I locked the deadbolt, he tried opening the door right away, like wow. I unlocked the door for him or something. So, you know, the mo- you know, so he was pretty agitated the moment I locked the door in front of him. You know, I imagine he saw it as you know as an insult to his authority or something. How dare I, you know, not want him in my house? Um, right. <laughs> But so the moment I unlocked the deadbolt, I mean, they came, the two officers with the uh, the guns drawn came rushing in. And, you know, Mike was out of his room at that point. I called him over while, you know, this back and forth was going on. I was like, Mike, cops are here. They're looking for you. You know, like, get your crap together. You know, like, this is, you know, I don't think they're going away. <laughs> so they busted into the door and Mike and I have our hands up and, you know, you know, they have their guns pointed at us. And so Mike's like, guys, guys, calm down. I'm Mike. I'm the one you're looking for. You know, Mike is really good at de-escalating situations. He is a cool, calm dude. Right. And I love this. I love that the law enforcement officers that supposedly work for us all choose not to show lawful uh, warrants, uh, you know, to people, to homeowners before they they threaten to bust their houses in, serve their, um, uh, pull their uh, holster pieces, aren't any good at de-escalating situations. This is on a disorderly conduct charge. This is a misdemeanor, a class B it's, misdemeanor. It could be a violation, Mark. It's I also- don't know what it is. It's it's ridiculous, though. I mean, it was right. way, way over the top. I mean... <sighs> they treated you like, like you were a violent criminal... And this was nonsense, just absolute nonsense. So now that they try yeah. to start, what they treated him like was somebody who was disobeying. 
And yeah. that's that's the highest crime in the United States is disobedience to authority. And because, you know, so a speeding ticket's just a ticket, but choosing not to pull over for the guy with the lights flashing, that's a death sentence on the side of the road. But now they're in your home. Your private uh, residence, they are in there. Did they begin to try to search around, or since Mike was there, was he able to... What ha- I, I want to find out what happened next. Can you stick with us, Joe? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right, great. More with Joe from Manchester uh, was held at gunpoint. Not guns pointed at the floor. Gunpoint today on an alleged warrant, was never shown, for disorderly conduct. 1-800-259-9231. Are you scared yet? Are you scared now? You want to just put your head down and pretend like none of this is happening? There is is no police state. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Use the coupon code FTL, that's FTL is in Free Talk Live, and sign up at HostGator.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator.com host you. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line tonight. It's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got archives, a lot of them. In fact, you can go all the way back to the beginning of 2009 and listen in free over at freetalklive.com. Again, that is freetalklive.com. If you're going to go up against the judicial system in the United States, well, you need to know the rules. And the way you can find out the rules in a, in a fashion that an eighth grader can grasp in less than 24 hours is jurisdictionary.com. It'll uh, show you how to draft pleadings, understand the court's power, get evidence from opponents, motions, hearings, objections, affirmative defenses, and uh, to do legal research. It's jurisdictionary.com, written by a doctor of uh, jurisprudence who has a uh, fire in his soul for public legal education, jurisdictionary.com. So, Mark, you mentioned the police state a few moments ago, the idea that uh, we might just possibly be in one. In fact, I would argue that we've been in a police state for a, a number of years but uh, we had some activists up here in New Hampshire, some of the liberty activists that moved up here as part of the Free State Project. Uh, of course, you're welcome to go to freestateproject.org to learn more about that. Uh, had their home busted into this morning by the police. Now, they actually did manage to intimidate their way in. I guess busted isn't quite the right word. Uh, but nonetheless, the cops claimed they had a warrant. They never showed the warrant. They did show their guns, however, and intimidated their way inside this, uh, this man's house. His uh, roommate is on the line with us here. We're talking about Big Mike, who was arrested. We're on with Joe in Manchester. They came in, guns drawn and aimed at you, all to arrest your roommate, Big Mike, for disorderly conduct for something that happened weeks ago. This was a total show of force, and it was entirely all about intimidation and uh, and punishing you for, for not being obedient little serfs. Because clearly this level of force is not necessary to bring somebody uh, in a, into a pair of handcuffs for so-called disorderly conduct of something that happened weeks prior. But, uh, Joe, you're still with us here. And so after they, uh, the cops entered into your homes with guns drawn and pointed at you, you say that Big Mike came out and began to, uh, tr- to try to, I guess, smooth things over because he's pretty good at that. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, I mean, we both had our hands up behind our head, and Mike was like, "Guys, like, calm down. You know, please put your guns away. Like, I'm here. I'm ready to go." Um, I immediately, like, uh, I had a piece of paraphernalia out in my because the room that they came into was wide and open, and it was, you know, like it's a big portion of my house. Mm-hmm. So I immediately sort of just backed up against it and, you know, blocked it from their sight because <laughs> yeah. I didn't really want to go to jail myself. Yeah, that's a good um, idea. <laughs> uh, and Mike, Mike pretty much, you know, like got his shoes on, you know, got his coat. They handcuffed him right in the, uh, in the living room, uh, or right in my kitchen, right in the area mm-hmm. where they came in. They didn't search my house and they were pretty much, once they had Mike, they were in and out and, uh, you know, it just you know, left my door wide open too. And I asked them to, you know, could you guys shut my door? <laughs> and, uh, they refused. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they were like, no, you can shut your own door. I'm like, all right. <laughs> now, is it this point that you finally managed to grab your, uh, what appears to be your Blackberry or whatever kind of phone you have. And you began actually recording video of what happened. That video footage is up. Uh, people can see it at freekeen.com. It was posted just this afternoon. So it should be right up there toward the top of the page. Uh, what, People really need activists. Really need to have uh, Pork Four One One on speed dial, and it's hard to think sometimes when you're under pressure. And I imagine it's expre- expressly hard to think when uh, people are pointing guns and, and threatening. Um, but there, are, this may not be the end of the roundups. This may not be the end of the arrests. So uh, we'll continue letting folks know what happens here. And I hope that they uh, that people take the precaution to have a video camera nearby, as you did, Joe, and uh, have a, have a cell phone nearby with our, our Pork Four One One number on it, so they can hit a button and uh, and have it dial out and record the scene because recording these bureaucrats is all we can really do besides refusing to obey and 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 uh, non-cooperating this is the way we can get the word out to people of how tyrannical the state is and how violent and dangerous they truly are so i'm i'm glad that you had your camera with you yeah i mean i i kind of wish i had it with me earlier but i mean it's kind of hard to think on your feet when there are absolutely you know, men outside your door pounding and yelling. Right. I, um, I hope you never get the the chance to practice with uh, with a gun in your face again either, because yeah, this is not <laughs> something you can really easily prepare for at all. No, 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 not at all. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, tr- I mean, truthfully, I mean, I've had more interactions with the police since I've been here. So I mean, I'm not really good at it. I'm constantly learning on what to do, and you know, even when taking the camera out and you know, interacting with them, just saying no when they tell you to back off or stop recording. You know, mm-hmm. it's something you really have to, you know, train yourself to do, you you know, because you're, I mean, it's really intimidating. These people at any point can, you know, snap and, like, you know, decide that they no longer want you there and just yeah. take you away. Well, or they can shoot you. I mean, if they shoot you, they'll just, they'll just make some crap up about how you lunged for them and uh, they felt scared. And if a cop feels scared... Erase can, the video off your camera and that's it. He can shoot people. Uh, so, Joe... And they so, back each other up. So they took Big Mike out of there. Uh, he was the third arrest out of... Uh, now, they're looking for a fourth person up here that we know of. Who knows how many other people they're looking for. Of course, as usual, once one of the activists is arrested, uh, the, the Pork 411s go out. The phone numbers for the police departments are given out and people are encouraged to call in and check in and, and, you know, essentially let the police know that they have their friend and that they don't appreciate them doing these kidnapping, uh, these kidnappings that they've been doing. And that's what happened then is I guess you got on the uh, the ball and started sending out uh, messages to people and, and doing whatever you could to help out uh, Mike from behind the scenes. Yeah, I mean, because it, 
we are here to do that. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I, I felt really left out of the loop when I was just listening to it from, you know, Rochester, New York. And so, I mean, the fact that I can just do anything to help Mike, because I know Mike would do the exact same thing for me if I ever got, you know, into any trouble. And uh, I would pretty much expect it from any, you know, of my close group of friends that I have up here now. And, yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is, unfortunately. It's just sort of frustrating, you know. We are just you, got him out of jail. And do you, back do you think this again. is, I mean, did this scare you, Joe? Are you uh, going to decide to uh, forget about activism, maybe go back home to uh, to Rochester? I mean, it's pretty scary. No, not at all, actually. I'm I'm excited because I think this is going to bring more people here. I mean, I think you know, the whole thing with Sam was what really got me excited. And the fact that they're, you know, they're, they're rounding people up, it, 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 that's not anything small. It means that they're, they think there's a problem. And yeah. I think that's just going to motivate more people to be here because I think people are going to realize how important their presence here is. Absolutely. You know, this is where it's happening. Right. This is this is where liberty is going to happen because the activists here are actually willing to put something on the line. And I think that's a, such an important factor. The risk factor, I think it means something. A lot of people believe they can get liberty just by begging politicians for it. And uh, and I'm sorry, I don't really believe that's going to be effective. It certainly hasn't been effective to this point because it's very low risk. If you if you want significant reward, you have to involve yourself in risk. And that that means that, you know, the cops might hurt somebody. Uh, but nonetheless, Gandhi and his followers were harmed. Martin Luther King and his and his friends were uh, were harmed by the police. So it's it's not an easy road. But then again, very few things worth doing are easy. So, Joe, I'm, I'm glad you're right. here. I'm, I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad that uh, that you were there this morning, and and I'm glad you're all right, and that, that you know they didn't crush any heads uh, during this. But pointing guns at or people, shoot my dog, <laughs> or shoot your dog. Yeah, they certainly love to do that. Any chance they get. But when a cop pulls a gun on somebody who has done nothing to indicate that in any way they are dangerous or or amount to any risk uh, to these police officers, it's absolutely absolutely it's just outrageous, and it seems to me like they do this kind of stuff because, well, they're probably you know just adrenaline junkies, but also they want you to respond violently. They want you to lash out. There's no accountability either. Um, you can't sue a police officer for their actions on the du- on duty. They have qualified immunity, pretty much. Oh yeah. I mean, not to mention that he pre-qualified the, like, the drawing of his firearm by saying that I was in a threatening posture. I mean, I'm not a small guy. I'm like 6'3", 250, and, you know, he said I was threatening because, uh, you know, just the way I was standing, you know. And, you mean you behind know, a locked moving. door? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, well, I, you know, when I unlocked the door, I moved to the side. Well, I moved to the side because they were. I knew they were going to rush in. You know, I knew that, you know, I... I knew yep. what was coming, so uh, I, I was just happy I wasn't, you know, I wasn't thrown to the ground and arrested either. So. People can go to uh, freestateproject.org to learn more about the movement. They can visit freekeen.com to keep up to date on what's going on with the activists that have been arrested. And of course, we'll keep talking about it here on Free Talk Live as time goes on and uh, updating thank our listeners. So much, guys. Joe, thank you for being here. We appreciate hearing from you tonight. 800-259-9231. So are we in a police state? Is this a police state in the United States of America? If if not, what qualifications, what criteria do you have that would tell you that it is? It's Free Talk Live. In the late 21st century, the hardiest, most daring adventurers have begun to colonize the solar system where untold mineral riches await them. Jealous of their wealth and fearful of their freedom, the government of Earth is determined to extend their power to this new frontier by any means necessary. Escape from Terra, an illustrated science fiction saga from Big Head Press. 
Read it online at escapefromterra.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. Bring up anything, the live Saturday edition of the program tonight. It's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The site is free. Those other talk show hosts want to charge you for accessing their websites. We give ours away, freetalklive.com. In fact, the uh, the main purpose, uh, the main page of the site is not about Free Talk Live, really. It's more about our listeners and what you think is important because you get to submit show prep ideas to the website, whether it be a news story or a video file or something like that, a blog post, anything that is linkable on the Internet. You put the link in there and then uh, it, it, it shows up, if it's not already in the system, that is. And then uh, other listeners can vote it up or vote it down and you can vote up and down the various different suggestions that you find on the site. And it's totally free. The most popular suggestions will make it to the front page of the, the website and make it more likely we'll talk about them on the air. Head on over to freetalklive.com, get yourself a free account, and get started. That's freetalklive.com. As we continue here, we will take your phone calls about anything. But I'm curious as to how you feel about the question, is this a police state? Is the current state of affairs here in the political geographic landmass known as the United States of America, is it a police state? Well, we just finished giving you a lengthy story from one of our listeners about how he and his uh, roommate were held at gunpoint this morning by police who intimidated their way into their home. Well, and I'd like, and, and we need to point out that they had an arrest warrant, but they refused to show it. There's that too, yeah. I, I mean, they wouldn't show it to a man before he had to open the door to his home. And it seems to me that if you're not sovereign of your home, that this isn't America anymore, at least not the one that I understood. Yeah, and I happen to think it's kind of silly that, that just because they have a piece of paper signed by some man in a robe that uh, that's somehow justifies them coming into your home and violating But it's supposed to be a nation of laws. That's what's yeah. supposed to stop. But they're their... not even following them. Right. Well, they, they don't have to. No, they're not following their own rules. And when was the last but time they did? But that's what a police state would, would be, essentially, isn't it? I mean, it, what's if, that? The, if the police got to do whatever they wanted. Yeah, I think so. I, and, and, I mean, I guess it could be a crackdown. I guess it could be a uh, you know a, a, a written in law crackdown. Still, I think I think there are certain hallmarks of a, of a police state, and I think that the police being able to do whatever they want, uh, getting away with whatever kind of uh, tyrannizing that they're doing, holding peaceful people at gunpoint, or or uh, searching through people's cars, st- uh, throwing stuff everywhere, and then making you put everything back together, and and again, illegal searches happen all the time in this country, and have been doing so for a long well, time. The, the, the the random stops of people within a hundred miles of the borders, Checkpoints. which is a great deal of the United States if you consider yep. uh, if you consider the coastline, the border, and as I understand it, the United States government does. That's a great deal of the country where they can just stop people randomly, uh, demand their uh, you know <laughs> demand their citizenship, their papers, um, and you know whatever else that they want to ask. You've got checkpoints. Uh, you've got uh, police raids that happen on a regular basis. Uh, Radley Balco over at theagitator.org has, has, I think, calculated it out. Was it 40,000 uh, per year or something like that across the country? I don't remember what the number was. It's all to prosecute the drug war. It's a lot of uh, violent kicking in of doors, destruction of property, stealing, stealing money, stealing chemicals, stealing plants. And all in the, like you say, all in the name of the war on drugs, in the name of attempting to essentially tell you you don't own yourself. That you don't own your body, that you don't get to decide for yourself what it is that you put inside you. I mean, it's a fundamental violation of, of human rights. 
and it goes on on a regular basis and has been. This is not an Obama thing. It's not a Bush thing. It's been going on for much longer than them. It's just ramped up during the last 10 years, more so than uh, than ever. And of course, as an earlier caller pointed out, now we do have uh, cell phones. We do have different ways video to communicate cameras, video. Cameras. Yeah, we can communicate these awful uh, things that are happening, but they're still happening. And in many cases, they still get away with, in some cases, murder. The videos have changed some cases to the benefit of the defendants, like the recent case in Maryland with the police that we talked about earlier this week with the police just beating on a college kid just for no reason whatsoever. They actually had to drop the charges in that case because of the video. So there are some cases right, where the video... And they outright do. lied. I mean, they, yeah. they absolutely lied. Of course they do. That's um, what they always do. They said, they said that the horse, uh, you know, that the guy ran up on the horse and the horse mauled him. There's Nonsense. a video of the, the, nothing like that happening. Nope. He didn't get anywhere near that horse. And it makes you wonder how many times, and it seems to me quite a few of them, do the cops get together, they, they get their little story down real yep. quick on the way to the, uh, taking, dragging the person off to the emergency room, well, and do you remember when that's we, it. What, you, you say how many times. Do you remember when we had that uh, tape that we played on the air from Eugene Seiler years ago on this program? He's uh, He was kind of like a small-time drug dealer, I guess, in Tennessee or something Loser. like that. Yeah, yeah, just a punk. Uh, but nonetheless, he didn't, did not deserve what was done to him. Nope. These undercover cops, or plainclothes cops, came to his house during their off time or something like that. They were, I don't know if they were officially on duty at the time. They certainly didn't act like it. Uh, but they came to his house to threaten him and to torture him into giving them information and signing a statement, waiving his rights. They wanted him to sign a statement that would waive his rights and essentially, you know, uh, plead guilty and allow them to search and do all kinds of things. And they, they were coercing him into signing it. And because he refused to, because he was smart enough, he wasn't the most brilliant guy in the world, but because he was smart enough to know that he's, he shouldn't sign something like that if he was under duress, he wouldn't sign it. They hooked his testicles up to electrodes. To a car battery. I, it, it's absolutely true. I mean, it, it, it happened. It's, it was 45 minutes of screaming torture. I mean, that was one of the things they did to him. And what had happened was, before the cops came in, they spotted them. His wife turned on a tape recorder, put the tape recorder up on a bookshelf, out of sight, out of mind, so the cops could not see it. They didn't know they were being recorded, and it they ran out of tape. The tape was only 45 minutes on one side, so they ran out of tape. You didn't actually end up, if you, if you look for the audio of Eugene Seiler, you don't hear the whole thing. They continued torturing that man after 45 minutes of it. I mean, just all kinds of threats and intimidation and out-and-out torture. And, and these people, the, these were some of the upper echelon of the police department. You know, sergeants and lieutenants and, you know, I don't know if there was a captain in there, but they were... Uh, I mean, the, the, some departments don't have them. We've, we have shown in many of our interviews of uh, retired cops on this program that they'll tell you, if they're being honest with you, that the corrupt guys rise through the ranks. And so I ask again, what is your criteria if you don't think this is a police state, what would make you believe that it is? You must have some sort of onus of criteria, something that if you heard about it was happening, that you would say, my gosh, this is a police state. What is that? I mean, if you don't believe it, if you think we're in a police state, okay, fine, well, we're in agreement. But if you don't believe that this is a police state, I want to hear from you at 800-259-9231. Uh, Dave is with us in Montana. You, I think, are in agreement with us on this one, Dave. What's on your mind tonight? The Unpatriot Act places us right in the middle of police stateville, man. Uh, they could listen to, now they could listen to your calls and 
They could uh, do whatever the heck they want in the name of terrorism. And they're only using terrorism as a, a, like a cattle prod to corral nations, man. That's what they're doing with terrorism. It's a boogeyman. It's a, it's all, it's, it's a, they're trying to ram stuff down our throat that, that's un-American, and the only way they're going to do it is through a police state. So, love it, man, you're in it. Love the police state? I don't know about that. I, I, I like the idea of loving your enemy, I don't know if I love the police state. How about I love the individuals and show them forgiveness and, and understanding? Dave, thanks for the call. They ripped their throat out. No, that's, that sounds like <laughs> violence, and I would never advocate such a thing. Thank you for the call. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. But I can empathize. I understand why it is that people would feel that way. You know, I, I, one could uh, use that in a sort of euphemistic fashion from a verbally rip their throat out. But I don't like to use that terminology yeah, at all good. anymore in my life because I just don't want to feel that way. Uh, I don't want to... Uh, Words are important. Yeah, I, I don't want to use uh, words like I'm I'm fighting against the state. No, I'm not. I'm done fighting. I've, I've fought all I'm going to fight. Thank you very much. What you resist persists. I agree with you. I, I And the, the term fight is constantly found in the political uh, lexicon, if you will. If you're looking and, and you're watching the... Uh, the various different shows on television about politics. If you get a fundraising letter from the Republicans or Democrats or the Libertarians or whoever it is, it's always about, well, we've got to fight. We've got to gear up for a fight. There's a big fight coming and we've got to fight. You'll see the words. You'll see battle. You'll see fight. You'll yep. see things. Struggle. And, yeah, struggle. And, and of course, it never ends. I mean, when uh, one side gets in control, the other side fights to, to, uh, to win the reins of power back. And of course, regardless of which of the uh, political sides win, uh, we who love liberty lose because none of them are fighting for freedom. None of them are, are advocating true freedom. A lot of the Republicans talk a good game about freedom, but they don't mean it because they don't actually do anything about it. They increase the size of the state and the scope of the state in the way that they think is best. And it's been the Republicans and Democrats have been working together to bring you the police state that you have today. But are we wrong about that? Are we being hyperbolic? Are we being reactionary? Is this not, in point of fact, a police state? I would like to hear from somebody who believes it's not. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. You can also bring up whatever's on your mind. That's the point of this program. But specifically looking to hear from somebody that doesn't believe that the United States is facing and and dealing with a police state. And if you don't believe that it's a police state, then please answer for me. What criteria, what would make you believe that it is? More coming up. Hour three is on the way. This is Free Talk. How long can you hold your breath? (sighs) Not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. This is Free 
Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it is Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you all the features on the site totally free. So enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Live Saturday edition last hour. We ended the hour with a question. And so for those of you just tuning in, I will ask it again. We talked extensively about some activists that had guns drawn on them and their uh, home essentially busted into by the police, intimidated, uh, again, guns pointed at them, all over a warrant, an alleged warrant, which right, they refused they, they, to show. Yeah, the police officers refused to show the warrant. I think uh, that's important. So an alleged warrant for an arrest for disorderly conduct, not really anything involving a, a, a violent person. No, there's no evidence that the person they were going after was right. in any way a danger. It could be a uh, low-level uh, misdemeanor or even a violation, could just be. a ticket. But they decided to, you know, draw guns. So you combine the door in. You combine that with the the thousands of police raids that are happening across the country, usually on, on drug-related uh, charges that destroy families, destroy homes, destroy lives. Uh, combine that with the random checkpoints, the uh, the the not so random checkpoints. The various different uh, the, the searches of students at school, searches of lockers with police dogs. I mean, you can just go down the line. And then just most recently in Arizona, they passed a law that says that the cops can stop you and demand your uh, papers anytime, anywhere. So now it's papers, please. But yet some people don't believe this is a police state. And I wanted to hear from them. 800-259-9231. Why not? Why isn't it a police state? And if it's not, what would it take to get you to believe that it is? Let's continue and talk to you about what uh, whatever's on your mind, uh, specifically looking for somebody who will talk about that. Let's talk to Charlie, listening in Charlottesville, the WCHV. Charlie, you're on Free Talk Live. Ian and uh, Mark, is it? Yes, sir. Uh, Mark, you are the Vietnam veteran, aren't you? No, I am not. Ian is. No, no neither one of us are uh, Vietnam not. veterans. Mark spent nine oh. years in prison. <laughs> but not the, not, not the Hanoi Hilton, though. No. no. <laughs> well, I talked to you. Screener says uh, one of my, one of our people was a Vietnam veteran. Since I am, I, I can't rely uh, I on got, my screener to uh, to tell you the truth. I don't know what they know or what they said. I'd, but go ahead oh, with your was, thoughts. It was it was either a screener or a screamer. <laughs> ah, because, okay. Because uh, the police state. The screener anyway, says he didn't uh, say that to you. But go ahead. Okay, that's okay. He was screaming in my ear, and I couldn't understand what what he was saying. But mm. I'll, I'll try and slow down just a little bit. All right. So, uh, no, not a police state. Uh, I understand uh, some people's concerns. Well, let, let me give a small background. And, uh, yes, everybody that recognizes my voice, yes, I'm still around. I, don't I used to be in broadcasting for a while. You, know? you do have that sound so, to you. So, uh, so do, yeah, Buffalo, can you, can you enumerate Louisiana, the reasons why you don't believe, Charlie, why you don't believe it's a police state? Uh, because we don't have the vehicles, so to speak, driving around with the machine guns sitting up on top or the recoilless rifles or the people with the, uh, AK-47s on their shoulders walking the streets. Well, in, in uh, New York City, they have, uh, machine guns. Yeah, they've got machine guns sta- uh, strapped up and Humvees, uh, all, all matte black. It's interesting that they don't choose any lively colors like light blue or something like that. They always, they like that matte black. Pink, yeah, I like pink. Or, or rainbow colors, yeah. you know. <laughs> the Rainbow Coalition. So, no, so you've I, got I, machine I guns. 
Okay, so uh, no, I, let's I say we're including the whole this... country here, not just Charlottesville, right? Okay, so so there are certain areas where it's worse, certain areas where it's better. But uh, looking well, I was at just the looking at the newspaper, the local newspaper, because they had a problem over at a local college in Harrisonburg last weekend, eight thousand person riot. So uh, when the police were discovering certain things and photographs were taken, they went to the school newspaper of the college and they said, we want, the, we want the pictures that you took, we want the films that you took, but they didn't ask the general newspapers. They just asked for the college newspapers, photographs, and they threatened to confiscate their computers, et cetera, et cetera, if they did not conform to what they wanted to do. They didn't show any kind of a warrant, which is probable cause. They need to show a warrant, not just to threat. So, uh, yes, there is. A, a certain a certain area in some people's mode of doing things. Since I am in security, I do carry a gun. I do carry uh, a forty-five caliber in my car all the time. So, are you acknowledging, Charlie, that there is a, there are problems, but you wouldn't go so far as to call it a police state? There are problems, just like all blacks aren't bad, all whites aren't bad, all Chicanos aren't bad, all yellows aren't bad, bad, all American Indians aren't bad, though. In a society, just like all prisoners supposedly aren't bad, but 99% will say that they didn't do the crime, though you have a small microcosm of everybody in every situation, whether it's a police department, psychologist, school teachers, uh, security people, uh, some people that shoot their own toes with their guns, uh, kill themselves. But it's not everybody. everybody. Well, I wouldn't call it a microcosm when it comes to the cops. Uh, from what we understand from talking to former cops, they would tell you that uh, many of the police are corrupt. It's far more than just a few bad apples because the positions of power uh, essentially attract those who are corrupted or corruptible. Bureaucracies so do. do you, can't, you can't say all, gentlemen. You can't say I didn't all, say all of like, them. I said that uh, yeah. not. I see. You said it was a microcosm, and I said it's not just a few bad apples. But one must no, admit you that you said you said about half an hour ago they lie all the time. I can't say that. Yeah, if I did say that, I apologize. Yeah, not it's, all it's of them, really hard to tread the line. I not mean, all admittedly, of them, but but not all of them lie all the time. But they are trained to lie, Charlie. They are trained to lie, and they are legally I'm not allowed to lie. lie. Hmm? I am not trained to lie. You're not a police officer. You're not a police officer, are you? <laughs> I am an officer, and I can't arrest you. I can put you in jail. Yes, I can. So, okay, well, I can tell so, you that they, in many police departments, are absolutely trained to tell lies to people. In many cases, they do it uh, to try to get somebody to roll over on another person during a traffic stop or to get people to confuse hey, their stories. Hey, your partner over there just said you guys did it. Why don't you just go ahead and tell me that, uh, you know, what happened, yeah. and then it, we'll go easy on you. If, if, I can talk to the judge, you know. I find oh, it hard cop, to believe, cop, Charlie, that, that kind of thing. maybe... maybe That's when, a lie, Charlie. Maybe when you became a cop, they didn't train you that way, but they do these days. Charlie, thank you for the call. I appreciate hearing yeah, from you at 800 259 31 and if he's saying that and really doesn't i i find it hard to believe that he actually doesn't think they train cops to lie i find that hard to believe i think he may have been telling a lie in that particular case because it's nonsense and and we've talked to a police trainer before who has told us these things and the cops will tell you it if they're being honest with you there's more coming up here uh your calls about what you want 800-259-9231 let's talk to jace in Kentucky, Jace, you're on Free Talk Live, listening to WKCT. Hey, how are you doing? Jace, what's on your mind tonight? Well, um, I kind of concur with the gentleman you had on initially. I don't feel like it's a uh, police state. Okay, so what would make you believe that it was? The last gentleman said machine guns. We pointed out that uh, the police <laughs> in New York have machine guns. Sure. Well, I, I've kind of got, 
I guess my own criteria, I guess one would be we still have the ability to bear arms. I think if we were I think, well, let me go through. I think lots of we people in lots of cities don't. I mean, Chicago, you can't bear arms. Well, New York, you can, can't bear arms. Not even in just cities, well, but also in many I'll, states, I'll you, you can't what. You can't open carry at all. Well, I'll tell you, in Kentucky, you can. Um, okay, so, so Kentucky's not a police state, but the but you, you won't speak for the other 49. What about New York City? What about uh, the other states well, where me, there's... Let me, let me go through some of my criteria. So I think one is okay. the ability, constitutionally anyway, to bear arms. Can, should somebody be able to bear arms without asking the government for a piece of paper? You know, I really, uh, as a citizen, I don't have a problem with, uh, I, I like arms being, um, to be a criteria for getting them. And that, uh, so you don't believe in freedom? So you don't actually believe in the right to bear arms. You believe in the privilege to bear arms if the government says so. Well, but I think right now, and that, well, let me go through now. I well, think, I, I'm uh, just no, asking just about to this. I'm you. trying to find about, out about freedom from you, and, and it, it. We're not. We're not going to rush you off the phones here. I find this oh, a very sure, interesting okay. discussion. Okay, so uh, we're probably sure. likely going to hold you through because we're uh, running up against the clock here in a moment. Uh, but so okay. let's let's continue here, Mark. To reiterate your question about the the firearms. So, do you believe in the right to bear arms, or do you believe that the government issues the privilege to bear arms to people that they believe are you know qualified in whatever way that they decide? I think it should be a government for the people run by the people. So if we're dictating the interpretation and how the law is seen through... So, so would that be then, a no, uh, then I don't believe in the right to bear arms? No, I do believe. Right you do not arms. believe in the right well, to bear arms, right. sir. Like, I have the right to life. That means that 51% of the people can't vote to take it away. That's a right. You see, there's a mm. difference between a right and something that's been voted in by a majority of the people. That there's is a, a privilege. big difference between a right and well, a privilege. We will bring you back here in a moment. You can go through your list. Okay? More in a moment. 800-259-9231. If it's not a police state, please explain why not. This is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Toll House Refrigerated Cookie Dough. There are a million reasons to bake with Toll House. Find yours at VeryBestBaking.com. Whether it's sweet potatoes on Thanksgiving or burgers on the 4th of July, kids associate certain foods with certain occasions. Family traditions are important to them, so when planning your holiday or birthday menu, keep in mind what they like most and invite the kids to cook up a new food tradition. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash YourFamilyToday. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line tonight. It's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features there are free, so enjoy those. And those features include our bulletin board system with over 500,000 posts. You can get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners all for free over at bbs.freetalklive.com. Dot com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. Memorydealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, ZenPaks, and X2s. They're 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, and 99% off list price. They are in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery at memorydealers.com. All right, so uh, I had suggested earlier that I believe that uh, this is a police state and that it has been for a number of years. 
And uh, it was challenging people to call in. And if you disagree that you don't think that uh, this is a police state, and I'm including the entire political uh, designation known as the United States, not just your local uh, governmental region, but everywhere, the aggregate of all of the uh, the police statish activities. But if you don't believe it's a police state, why not? And what would uh, what criteria would get you to believe? What would you have to see happen in order to believe that? Hmm, I was wrong. This actually is a police state. Now, we bring on uh, Jace. We're bringing back Jace listening uh, to WKCT in Bowling Green. Uh, Jace, are you there, sir? Yeah, sure am. Okay, so we held you through here because we started talking. You started talking about how you don't think it's a police state because you can still carry a gun. Now, of course— Well, I thought you—you brought up a really good point, and I actually pulled out my dictionary and really was to define, well, what is a right? And and according to the dictionary, it's something, it says, to which one has a just or lawful claim. So and then I guess the question becomes, well, who defines the law? Who watches the say? watchers also? I mean, notice right, that they can all defines, carry guns. So if, if a right is defined by a lawful claim, then... <laughs> there the, are a lot of different next, definitions for the term right. Right. Did the Jews that got gassed have I, a right to life? Oh, I agree with you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, um, and then and law, right? What's lawful? Is it, for instance, is it, is it God's given law, inalienable right, or is it man's law? So, so I think when I think of a police state, though, I think we have to differentiate the two. Now, I guess I'd preface this by saying that, um, you know, are we drifting towards more of a police state? I, I certainly believe we are. But, so, so you believe that if the, uh-huh. if guns are taken away, then that would mean it's a police state. Is that your criteria? That is not my only criteria. What else? Well, I think uh, one is the ability for you know the citizens to have arms. I mean, obviously, if we're disarmed, guns. Then, we just talked about that. You know, we can't do anything. Okay. Uh, I think the other is uh, the, what you're doing right now: the inability to to whether it's via the internet or the radio waves or the TV to air our our views that might differ from our government, um, and then the inability to affect law. So if we don't have the right to vote. Oh, I can't affect the law. No, that's not. Mm-hmm. That's not really much. There's not really much I can do to affect the law. They do what they want, and uh, they shove it down our throats, and they do it by the threat of violence. So, right. so I'd, like, I'd like to make a couple a well, couple of I points on what you're talking that. about. I think they're good. They're good. Mm-hmm. Good points that you made, and I think that. Uh, uh-huh. That when you're talking about uh, things like uh, freedom of the press, the ability to complain is a big uh, a right. I, I would absolutely agree with you. And I think that that is probably where the United States does the best, is there's still the ability to complain. I would like to point out that uh, it was the, the Alexander Haig quote from uh, the 70s where, you know, mm-hmm. let them protest all they want as long as they pay their taxes. If you don't pay your taxes, you go to jail, but you can complain about it all you want. Um and when it comes to uh, – what was the other point? I'm, I'm sorry. It slipped my mind. Uh, from me? Yeah, there was no – point number three in it. Uh, I lost it. Oh, uh, we said inability to affect the law. Ah, yes. It um, was the third one I made. And, and you know, of course, there's the uh, the, the voting thing. And, you know, I – it it seems like if uh, voting was actually effective, they'd probably make it illegal. Well, the Republicans and Democrats uh, have been working together to build the police state, as I pointed out earlier, well, so it doesn't I, matter I who you vote for. I think more what we're alluding to, though, is, uh, well, I think first thing is corruption. I mean, when when hasn't there ever been a level of corruption, even from the earliest times of the United Indeed, States? Indeed, you put power I mean, in men's hands, and you'll, yeah. uh, you'll find the ones that want to power abuse it. Absolutely corrupt. 
and, and wield it over people. So, so to you, so, so to you, then being demanded of your papers at any time—that's not a police state. What's that again? I'm sorry. So, if you were demanded of your papers by someone in a uniform and a badge at any old random point, uh, that the, the cops could come up and demand you show your papers, uh, mm-hmm. that's not a police state. Well, I think what I think it would be more the inability to have any recourse after done wrong would be a police state. So you don't Things mind the, gonna, you don't mind the idea gonna, of cops being able to just demand that you show your papers any old time. Oh, I certainly do, but, but that's uh, not know, a police they, state. No, because from the perspective of and twofold, one is there's always going to be corruptions and there's always going to be mistakes. Well, I don't know that so, no, you said that there so, always has been. If, and and I, I agree with you that there been. always has been, but I don't think that there necessarily oh, has to be. So you, you think there's a utopia where there's we can have absolutely no corruption? I think you can have a situation where um, people have a, a much greater influence on the mm-hmm. system. I mean, like you know, but, uh, but they're is that able more to choose. Of an apathy? I think we still we still have that ability, but we're apathetic. What do you think we you can do extra, if the cops come up? I'm not apathetic, right. dude. I get out and I work for Liberty well, every single day. Are, if, if I'm saying as a society we are, but now, I don't want to be responsible for the rest of those losers. I want to be responsible for me, Jace. Uh, so then you can't then you can't live in a society of multiple beings, man. Jace, no, 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 no way. Uh, the way it's been up till now, but don't you think things could be designed differently? I think we've attempted to do that, but people corrupt it, man. Well, by nature, I think that for two hundred, you know, they tried they tried a new republic two hundred and fifty I mean, years ago, and we say it's uh-huh. the best thing ever, and but there's no you know real redesign oh, we drifted of it. from it. Jace, here's what I want to know. Let me just make sure I'm understanding what you're saying. And I, I, Mark, don't don't distract from this because I want to make sure I get to this point. Uh, So if the cops can go, and I'm just picking one of the things that I consider police statey, if the cops can go and demand your papers of you anytime, anywhere, you don't believe that's a police state because you can file a complaint about it? I would say this, okay? If that's the only criteria that we say we live no, in a no, I didn't say state. it was the only criteria. Oh, okay. I was just picking that one out. You had said that the reason why you didn't think that was a police state was because there was some sort of system that you could go to uh, to complain about it. Did I misunderstand you? No, I think if somebody, if I was, if I was home right now and somebody came to my door and demanded papers, sure. What if you were walking down the street? Oh yeah, Where, wherever it might be. Would that that just, would be a police state if they could just at will do that? Uh, that would be a police state? No. I guess this is what I'm saying is mm. if, if that was the if that was your only thing. No, it's not the only thing. It's, no. It, no it, yeah. it, it's it's in, it's in concert, although I think, I think that alone a, would be enough because component. it sounds pretty police state. Show us your papers. Thanks for the call I tonight. I appreciate it. 800-259-9231. That's not the only thing, though. But uh, if it were the only thing, I think it'd be pretty scary and, and pretty frightening. But it's in concert with uh, thousands of police raids every single year. The police using violence on peaceful people on a regular basis, intimidation, lying, and, and being able to get away with all of it. And having very little, uh, any sort of consequences. Qualified immunity. You can complain all you want. You can fill out all the paperwork you want to. Right. If you want um, accountability, just make it so the police officers aren't immune from lawsuits for their, for their, their actions. All right. There's more coming up. You can bring up anything, and this is Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. 
This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and you can take control of the airwaves. Just dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231. And hey, if you are enjoying this program, there are ways to support us. One of them is by becoming an amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month. We'll take that money in, reinvest it into the show, and use it to get on more radio stations around the country, bring more internet listeners on board, and expose new people to the ideas of freedom. Head on over to amp.freetalklive.com. That stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote, by the way. That's what we'll do with the money. Amp.freetalklive.com. It doesn't go to paychecks. You also get perks like access to the amp-only call-in lines, amp-only forum, and the amp-only commercial-free podcast. Go and get all the details and get signed up with any major credit card, PayPal, or other alternative options at amp.freetalklive.com. If you tried to lose weight before and failed because, well, dieting doesn't work, uh, go check out uh, LumaThin Plus at LumaThinPlus.com. It's a uh, super concentrated weight loss formula of Caroluma, and it is, uh, it's great. It, uh, it causes you to uh, lose weight without having to change your diet or the way, you, uh, the, the way you live because it just suppresses your appetite by taking the pills. It doesn't make you jittery or anything like that. Um, it's LumaThinPlus.com. Dot com. I've been using it, um, causing me to lose weight, LumathanPlus.com. All right, 1-800-259-9231. The question I'd asked, and you're still welcome to bring up anything, but uh, looking for answers to, I think it's a police state. I think that this is a police state that we are dealing with today. It, it was a police state five years ago. It's been a police state for a while. It just keeps getting worse. It becomes more police state-ish over time. And I, I'm asking people, well, what is it – if you don't believe it's a police state, why? What, what criteria would allow you to come to the realization that it is a police state? Many of the criteria that were mentioned tonight, Mark, it's actually already happening. Somebody said machine guns, the cops carrying machine guns around. Well, that's happening in, for instance, New York City, going to the subway. Yeah, when I went to Israel and I saw 17-year-old kids standing around in camo with, uh, with um, you know, camo shoved into their, uh, into their boots with, uh, you know, machine guns, Uzis strapped over their shoulders it looked very police state-ish to me then i went to new york city and what was it 2004 that we yeah, were there so. the, uh, the, the first time yeah. uh, but we've seen it a couple of times you go there you see guys which they look just like the old german world war ii helmets except for the spike on the top um, <laughs> and, and uh they, they've got their their glasses on so that you don't look at their eyes the window to the soul they're in all black and i think it's always i think it's very telling that um this these all black uniforms that cops love to wear with the uh with the with the the, the pants shoved into the the boots. The boots. Yeah. I mean, they're even more Jack militaristic boots. than the military is. It's it's very it's crazy. Let's continue with your phone calls and talk to. Uh, I think Lee is with us, listening to WBHP in Huntsville. Still Lee here. on Free Talk Live. The Mark. Thank you. Yeah, I'm still here. Hey, Lee. Yeah, I agree uh, about the police state thing. Only from my own personal experience, I'm going to say it started actually back in the '60s, and I do not mean the police abuses on beating up on anti-war protesters or anything like that. I mean, my experience is I, I grew up in Nashville, Tennessee, and I took my uh, fiancé out to the airport one night just to show her where I worked at. So we come on back out. We're going back downtown. I'm going to take her to dinner. And this car gets behind us and starts acting suspiciously. I speed up. It speeds up. I slow down. It slows down. So finally I told her, I says, honey, hang on. So I had a 55 Chevy like you wouldn't believe me. And I mean, I punched her. I hit warp speed in a second, you know. So I got on down the road, and I just saw these flashing lights in mirror mirror, and mm. I pulled on over. I thought it was an ambulance, but when that Ford Galaxy 
headlights pulled behind me. I said, "Uh oh, that ain't no get, that ain't no ambulance there, man." So, so I went back, and all it was was a, a state trooper was just getting off shift. He had one ticket left, and he says, "I'm going to give it to the first car in front of me," and so he gave it to me. See, eighteen dollar ticket back then. And I said, I told him why I I did what I did and everything. I says, "Look, if you were out with your wife and you're not being in uniform or any of that kind of stuff." You're just being a regular guy like me. Wouldn't you want to do the same thing, protector? Yeah. Well, then why you give me a ticket? Well, because I'm getting off shift. I want to go home, man. So I've only got one ticket left. So Hey, I'm just doing my job. Just fundraising. <laughs> just fundraising for the government. Yeah. It, yeah. it started, and it just keeps getting worse over time. When the police are unaccountable for the, uh, the violence that they commit and the, uh, the, the fear that they create in people and the, the, the attitude of intimidation, I think you've got yourself a police state on your hands. Yeah. Well, you're probably wondering, did I pay the $18 ticket? The answer is no. I gave it to my Uncle Clarence who was a, a lawyer, uh, I mean, a real good one. And the short short version right here is he got that cop fired and blamed. Boy, that doesn't happen these life, days. Man. Right. Now, Those this is, the, good this old is days. the proof that things have yeah, changed. Got right. yeah. it's not gonna, he's not going to get fired you these days. You can't, you can't fire a cop for anything but molesting children today. And I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. They can burn people's houses down. They can shoot kids kill dogs they can do all kinds of things uh and even on video I th- i'd like to say in defense it. i think they try very hard to avoid uh doing anything with children in their in their midst uh well they still raid people's homes that have children in them and that's how they end up killing kids yeah they're they're usually very protective uh, about the children i mean that's that's their one except soft when spot. they shoot uh at it the happens. mothers that are holding the children well, they, and they, kill the they babies get in the way you know the baby gets in the, yeah right it well it there's no excuse for it I, I think there's there's no excuse for the if raids. If they weren't raiding people's homes in the first place, uh, then none of those deaths would have happened. And some cops would still be alive today. All right, so we continue here with your phone calls going to Brett, listening in Albuquerque to Kiva. Brett, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. What's on your mind tonight, Brett? Uh, well, I want to chime in on your uh, discussion. Yes, sir. Um, I, I agree with you uh, guys. Uh, uh, on a lot of things, um, I do believe that uh, cops have a lot of power, um, too much in, in many ways. Um, you know, they the whole bust into your house for no reason. And even if they have their reason, it's easy for them to find a reason that's not really there. Yep, sure. Um, and that's, you know, that's scary. It is. They can it make is. stuff. They can get an anonymous phone call and come into your house based on what somebody claimed over the phone. It's crazy. Sure, and they sure. don't have to prove and the that, anonymous phone call came in, so they can nope. get the anonymous phone call afterwards, too. No, and then that also, you know, came from uh, the uh, so-called Republican George Bush and his uh, little Patriot Act thing that uh, Obama has just decided to go ahead with. I mean, sure. that... Uh, I like to that call them Republicrats because, yeah, there's the same thing. Yeah, pretty much. Um, however, I'll disagree with you that we're actually just in a police state. What um, color are you? You've made the what? What color am I? <laughs> right, because I, I think that I think it's different for different people. It doesn't really matter what color you are. I'm, I'm kind of fooling sure. with you there, but no, I think no, that I different people and a different uh, uh, the ethnicities like, tend to, to tend to answer this question differently. Well, the respectables don't generally tend to think it's a police state because they don't see and deal with the police on a regular basis. So well, also, no, I think that's, economics. That's job. not my. That's not my reasoning. The reason is, is I'm I'm actually not uh, originally from here. I'm from Chugimuris, Romania. Now, I, we left there, my family left there whenever I was a small child. Now, 
I have yet to see, like whenever I uh, cross, if you cross into state to say, uh, uh, into a next state, I live in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not seen, you know, like armed guards on the way to Texas yet. Been to California? You know? Um, what's that? Have you been to California? Oh yeah. yeah. There's a, there's checkpoints in, to get into California. Oh sure, there's checkpoints and 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 well, me, those men are. Me I don't need to show you the gun. Like when, when you go you. to a, if I go to a bank and I tell the teller to give me all their money, they give me the money because they they think it's very likely that I have a gun. I can tell you the men at those yeah. checkpoints likely have guns. I mean, you can oh, usually sure. look at them on sure. their hips. Sure, sure. That's that's yeah, and they're most likely they're trying. Uh, and I agree with 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 the idea of trying to get a hold of this uh, illegal immigration thing. I mean, where are you guys located? New Hampshire. New Hampshire. But I, we're from okay. Florida. We're, yeah, Florida we're, natives. We're kind of we're kind of familiar with um, illegal immigrants. So and, so okay. how much yeah, I, how I, much I, prosperity I, they bring I this nation? I live in Florida for a while. I how much tyranny are you willing to put up with, uh, Brett, in order to supposedly stop the uh, the so so called menace of uh, immigrants? Illegal, well, I'll tell you what. I I am. <laughs> you say you know it's it's almost like the like it was in Nazi Germany with the show us your papers. Okay, from what I've understood, um, which, which they you know we're talking about here in the local news, um, the the idea of it is if you are if there's an you know a close to an idea that you might be a, an illegal immigrant, they need to see your papers. And man, let me tell you, for somebody who has had property damage, who has been robbed, who is hey, my girlfriend. Tell you what, I'm going to bring you back. We'll talk about immigration here in a moment. Also, take your phone calls at 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. Do you need a new computer, but don't seem to have the money to buy one? Is your credit stopping you from buying the newest computers that you need today? Then My Computer Club is your answer to buy that new computer or laptop now and pay for it later. Finance top quality new computers and laptops and hundreds of other electronics. There are no credit checks, no turndowns. If you're 18 years or older and have proof of income, you're approved. Prices start at just $22 a month. Go to MyPCCredit.com and finance your new computer today. That's MyPCCredit.com. This is Free Talk Live. Only moments remain and probably not enough time for you to call in at this point. The phones are loaded up, so we'll do our best to get to you. If you're on the line, do stay there. All right. Uh, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. Uh, the website, by the way, freetalklive.com. We give away the features there, so do enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com, allowing you to submit show prep ideas to the show, having them voted up and voted down by you and other listeners, the most popular ones make it to, making it to the front page of our website. So not only is it a great resource for us, but it's also a great u- resource for you, those of you who love liberty. You'll find some uh, very interesting stuff submitted by listeners just like you, and it's all free over at freetalklive.com. As we continue here, I wanted to bring back Brett listening in Albuquerque to Kiva because we've been talking about the police state, and I believe that this is a police state, and it has been for a while, a uh, number of years at least. And uh, I've been asking people, well, if you don't think it is, then why not? And you started getting into, uh, you, while you had some areas of agreement with us, you started getting into the idea of, of immigration. And you were you were excusing some of the things that the police are doing, like checkpoints and things like that, uh, because there's this looming threat of so-called illegal immigrants. And I don't want to get into all the details of immigration, because we certainly don't have time for that lengthy discussion tonight. We'll we'll have it again in the future. You Trust can call us. next week. Yeah, we'll talk. Or you can call Monday. We can talk lengthily about uh, immigration later. But what I just wanted to ask you, Brett, was how much police state stuff are you willing to put up with? How much police intrusion intr- and government intrusion into your life are you willing to put up with in order to supposedly save you from uh, illegal immigrants? Well, see, here's uh, you know I'm I'm not willing to put up with a whole lot, but. 
However, see, you, you know, I, I am an immigrant, man. <laughs> you know, that's the, that, and it bugs me because I did it. My family did it the right way. The right way. Why is it right to beg for permission to travel like a free person from unaccountable, arbitrary bureaucrats thousands of miles away from you? Why, why is there anything right about being obedient to a bunch of people who wish to be your master? And I'd also like to, to point out to that escape be- communism. Right, Are you right. It's great. Kidding? Well, is Are it, you is it okay to escape? Com- why is it okay to escape communism, but not? okay to escape poverty you see that's the difference as many people who came from canadian uh, from communist countries all they had to do is get here the problem lies within the mexican government have you ever have you seen the problem that no there are problems in governments around the world let me finish my sentence have you seen any have you been close to anybody who who tells you what it takes to try to even get to the office that you to sign up to try to leave mexico there's a waiting list that would take a hundred years, so they're forced to do this. However, if you, we have talked to people who have come here from various different places, and it is an absolute nightmare. Yeah, I've never heard that claim that you've made. It's an absolute. I don't care. I'll take it as truth. But it's what's but an I'm absolute saying, nightmare that it. I know for a fact is navigating the the United States immigration bureaucracy and the thousands of dollars that they demand and the hoops that they want you to jump through. I thank right. you for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. We continue. Helen, uh, ladies first here. Helen, listening to WNYY in Ithaca. You're on Free Talk Live. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, what's going on tonight? Um, I was wondering, like, I lived in France for for several years, four or five years, and it was a a socialist country, or Mm -hmm. it's a little less socialist than it was. So what do you guys have against socialism? Oh no! It's what I have against force. See, I don't, uh, I don't uh, care for any ideas that force peaceful people to do things they don't want to do, or force them to not do things that they do want to do, as long as they aren't harming others. So, whether you want to call that system socialism or fascism or totalitarianism, whatever system you, it happens you, to be, I, I actually uh, did PhD things in political theory. So, could you please define what you think libertarianism is? I think that... I, and I, I, I've read Ayn Rand. I think I read her when I was, like, in high school. Yeah, I th- I, not- I'm not a, uh, an Ayn Randian. I am a uh, liberty-minded person. I think that uh, liberty means the ability to live your life however you want, so long as you do no harm to others. The process. I, I think that's an excellent philosophy of life. Well, thank you. Any other thoughts for us? We're for it. Well, um, but, I, but I'm, like, I'm, I'm on the Democratic... Like, is there something bad about being a Democrat? No, no. What's bad is advocating violence against peaceful people. So if you've got a, if you've got a goal in life, let's say helping the poor, uh, which is a very laudable thing, uh, helping people who are sick, that's all fine. Uh, the, you should be doing those things and advocating ways of doing those things that don't involve threatening other people because violent means to supposedly positive ends is a immoral and bankrupt uh, approach. Republicans take this approach. Democrats take this uh, this approach, and okay. it's because I totally, they. I totally agree with you, but the only thing I'm thinking in in my maybe like that's what I'm thinking. I don't know what libertarian really. I don't understand what it is. It, to me, it seems like it's every man for himself. Ah, uh, it's a common it's a common misconception because a lot of people who call themselves libertarians they're not really libertarians. So you can uh, you get kind of mixed up uh, mixed messages out there of what it really yeah. means and I to be. We have a lot of crazy people joining militias now, and they're threatening cops and stuff. And I know, you know, some police persons are, they they do do bad things, but most of them, 
don't. I don't have any. Mm, most well, cops I, allow bad is, things to be done, and I think that's bad. This is a smear bad. that's going on. Uh, I'd like to point out that the Unabomber was a uh, was a liberal, uh, dangerous man. I'd yes, also I like know. to point out that the uh, the guy that tried to 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 kill uh, uh, Catherine uh, shoot what was the Florida politician that that the, uh, the Democrat knows? guy tried to run right. over. Um, I don't know. She was in Florida. She used to be the uh, secretary uh, general or there's or something crazy like that. people all over the place though. I mean, they're crazy, violent people. Whatever whatever political label that uh, you want to put on them. Uh, so the people that are that are these militias, the scary people that you're talking about, uh, are not necessarily liberty oriented. And if they're talking about violence, then I completely disagree with them because I don't believe that you can get to a peaceful society through through violent means. Uh, and I don't tend to think that the people that are out there making threats against the police or making threats against the government people are in any way uh, minded toward liberty because it sounds to me like they just want to overthrow the current regime and and take control of the reins of power for themselves so they can lord it uh, lord it, lord it over others in whatever way they might besides having a radio show do you have any other um accesses to people joining in on your cause here you bet. Uh, we're actually part of the Free State Project. Uh, we are. We made the move from Florida to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project at freestateproject.org, which is a movement of liberty-minded people all converging to the same place in order to get active uh, for liberty. So, are, are you starting a political party? Um, there are a lot of things going on here. There's, there's, there's no control. There's political parties already. We don't need any extra. Well, I don't know what everybody's doing, Mark. I can't speak to that. I think there may be some people that are starting another political party. There are thousands of people in this movement. Hundreds of them have already made the move, and there's nobody that's in charge. So there's not, there's not like one, uh, you know, a committee of people that you report to or get orders from. You just move here. No, and then I, you... I, I, no, I don't take orders from anybody. Good As a matter you. of fact, my grandparents are from uh, Europe, and I... I can get citizenship in Europe if I want to, and I've already lived in Europe. So. Helen, i got to tell you what. We are on there on WNYY. You're fortunate you get us every night of the week. Only for an hour, though, during the week. They take all three during the uh, the weekends. But uh, but we'll, uh, we'll call us again. We can talk about more more in detail. We're on at 9 o'clock every night during the week, and uh, we'd love to hear back from you, okay? Okay. Thanks, Helen. Appreciate it. Short on time, let's go to Sean listening in Florida. Sean, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, guys. Hey, Mark and Ian. I really like your spirit and your show. Um, Thanks, Sean. Yeah. you got to um, go quick, I'm afraid. I'm sorry about that, but we're short on time. No problem. So a couple points. Obviously, a lot of the callers don't understand that we are and have been in a police state for some time. That's clear. Um, but the solution isn't attack. You know, uh, the, the cops aren't the problem. They're the symptom. And they use uh, they intentionally hire cops who have low IQs. That's intentional. It's true. In many and, departments. So they're basically – there's an evil elite that's hiding behind this police force, and it's basically a buffer to protect them. Uh, also true. The police aren't here to protect and serve you. They're here to protect and serve their masters, their political masters in the state, the politicians. And you're absolutely right. I thank you for the call tonight. Let's talk to George in Massachusetts. George, your thoughts? George, Okay. How do we tell if we have an unfree society? Let's see, real symptoms. Detention without trial. Do we have that in America? Yes. yes. Jose Padilla. How about um, mass wiretapping of emails and phone? Oh, the NSA has been doing that for quite some time. They yep. got caught, didn't they? Check. Uh, how about uh, summary executions? And, gee, uh, Mr. Obama just signed a summary execution order against an American citizen. Yep, military Yemen. tribunals. Yep, absolutely. 
uh, there's a very bad problem, and it's the Libertarian Party that can fix it. A young lady on the past call asked, is there something you can do about it? Another group, and it's the Libertarian and Party. I don't know if I believe in the Libertarian Party. Is, I don't know if I believe the Libertarian Party is going to be a solution to anything, but I thank you for the call, George. George. Phillies, I voted for you for president. <laughs> Let's continue here and uh, talk pr- uh, briefly to, I believe John is with us listening in Illinois. John, you're on the amp line with uh, the, the remaining thoughts in the show here. Sure. Uh, no, I'd agree with uh, George Phillies and uh, a lot of the other folks uh, that we are in a, a police state, but I guess, you know, there's different levels of degrada- or gradation on that. I mean, for example, uh, one of my good friends, he used to fly back from the uh, U.K. to the United States because he lived in the U.K., worked in the U.S. And on his way back one time, they say, oh, you've been randomly selected to uh, get, uh, you know, get searched. And he didn't give them their passport or anything. And they're like, so Adil, come with us. And he's like, I didn't give you guys my name. You know? Whoa, <laughs> Why is that? that's spooky. We're out of time. Thanks for the call. Been Ian with you. And Mark. Back Monday night. Join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet and get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com.